You're listening to the 52 Podcast. Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the 52 Podcast. The whole crew in the building tonight. It's your boy, Brandon J. Walker. Sitting here with my dog, Fiji. Was missing on the first episode. I was, I was. But he's here tonight. Sure was. And we're here with the one and only, Demarie Williams. Hey, guys. Demarie. Demarie has had a rough day at work today. Listen. So we're going to finish the evening with some good conversation, some laughs. I need it. You know, we're going to make sure we end on a high note tonight. I need it. I'm feeling good. We're smelling good. It's a great evening, Tuesday night. I am kind of hungry, though. I'm mad hungry. I am kind of hungry. Y'all ain't ate? No. I ate ate my son's leftovers. I had pizza (laughs) on the way here, like two slices. Why? But I didn't really eat all day. Y'all ain't ate all day? I mean, I had waffles early. Yeah, I had a little something. It wasn't nothing like too crazy. Yeah. It wasn't like going on the majority of the day without food, but. Okay. That's my go to uh, Waffle House? Yeah. Gotta get that All Star Special, baby. Come on now. Yeah, you know what's up? You know what's up? How do you get your hash browns, though? I don't get hash browns. I get grits, though. No, bro, because I like. I like my uh, I like the um, the eggs with uh, cheese in them. They make them crazy there. Yeah, but yeah. you gotta, but get, the you hash gotta browns. get the hash brown. I get them smothered I, with the. I onions. sometimes go back and forth. I do that with the gravy and the smothered onions. That's sometimes. crazy. Feature. It really depends on how hungry. If I'm a hungry, hungry boy, I'm doing it that way: smothered gravy, hash browns, all that. Okay. And I'm getting the grits on top of that. Okay. Yeah, I was actually making fun of Abel today because he was like, uh, instead of him getting the grits, he got uh, toast, I think, or something like that. I looked at him and I was just like, "You tripping?" I said, "You don't see the kitchen? Everybody black, and you got to get the grits." And the waiter literally said, "Yeah, the uh, grits going crazy today." And I said, "I know they are for sure." Able don't, yeah, Able don't know that. House do got some fire yeah, grits. Yeah, I'm some of them. Oh yeah, some Waffle of them. House some fire grits. Some of them. I've Wait. been to, I've been to like two before. I was kind of just. Like, I haven't been to one I Waffle haven't. House. I've been to that one and this, it was not. It. I was kind of mad. I left. I the grits were like you know whenever you don't eat grits like fast they get hard. They came to the table hard, but it was hot. It didn't make any sense at all. Uh, oh, they yeah. just didn't put enough water. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was really crazy. I was really pissed off because I really wanted some grits. And I was just like. <laughs> <laughs> they just needed to add some more water to and the guess where, hey, And guess where it was? Guess where it was? We can talk about it later, but guess where it was? Where? Atlanta. Oh, oh man. <laughs> we going to get into Atlanta because we got a lot. It was in Atlanta. <laughs> Look, it was man. literally in Atlanta. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Look, bro, we got exactly. we got See, exactly. we got a lot to talk about tonight, so we're gonna get right into it. That's crazy. <laughs> we're gonna start off with the vibes. Party next like door. When you dropping, buddy. It's do about that like, time. Do you like that little cutaway? I do like you know, it. You like that? That was nice. Nah. You so silly, bro. Stupid. If you haven't noticed, now that Fiji is here, we're gonna have a lot of random rabbit holes and sidetrack thoughts. My boy's a little ADHD, but it's all good. We feeling good, guys. We got a good, good, good episode coming. Feels good being back into the into the flow of things. Thank you guys again for supporting us. Shout out to all of our crew members on our Patreon. Please, if you are not on our Patreon, make sure you head over there and uh, be a part of what's going on there, the community. Um, we do have a free option for all y'all cheapskates, but we also want to encourage you guys $5 a month, 60 bucks for the year for you to invest into us as we invest into you guys. So, and if you're not into that still, we're on Spotify, Apple podcasts, and then YouTube will be on there. Um, I would say like two, three days after the episode's release. So thank you guys so much. We love y'all and, uh, let's get into it. Damarie, bring us in. Where are we starting? Where are we ending? 
What's the topic of discussion? So we gonna start off with my girl, okay? And Brandon's want to talk about like girl math, like this boy math, men math, women math, girl math, whatever. For 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 us black women, right? When we hear the name Kiki Palmer, like you can ask any <laughs> anybody, any sister, like she they're gonna be like, yeah, like that's my sis. Kiki without a job, Palmer. Never no, yeah. Kiki never without a job. Kiki never without a job. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it started. Do not get her started. Period. Okay. No, but for real, like Kiki, like she's my age. You know what I'm saying? Like she just turned thirty this year. I just turned thirty this year. Like I remember, like me being. You know, 10, 11, and 12, watching Kiki Palmer and Akilah and the B at 10, 11, and 12, and just seeing her literally grow up with us. You know what I'm saying? So when we say, like, of course, I don't know her personally. I have no relation to her absolutely whatsoever. She has no idea that someone like me exists. But she's still my sis, right? And so to hear that my sis has been going through not only just emotionally, but now we understand that she's now experiencing physical assault from her baby daddy. Like, it's insane. First of all, because Kiki being the Virgo that she is, like, you will never, ever, ever know that anything like that for real is actually going on (laughs) unless, you know, she were to either tell you herself or, of course, like, tabloids and things are coming out with stories. Mm -hmm. But she she keeps things under wraps. Like, she keeps things, like, you know on a need-to-know basis, and I appreciate that. But when it comes to a subject like this, I'm very much like, nah, sis, like, you need to let people know. You know what I mean? So for those that don't have context, um, there have been tabloids and things coming out about Kiki Palmer experiencing domestic abuse, um, physical assault from her baby daddy, Um, There are multiple um, videos um, and images from her indoor camera um, showing that, you know, he had been entering her home, you know, unwarranted, unsolicited. Um, There's videos of him dragging her. Is it with like that? I saw that one video of him and... Was it her mom? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was like, "Where my, where's my, where's my, where's son? my baby?" Oh, yeah. And she was like, "Boy, I'm gonna put a bullet in your, in your, in your body." <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. Yeah, because th- that specific incident, he Kiki was on the phone with her mom. Yeah, and he just came in. He just he just walked right in. He just walked right in, and that's like re- like all of those are those recent. Or were those like clips that have been kind of all of those, all of those, um, like the the in home images and the phone calls and things like that have been within the last couple of months. Okay. Um, but this has been a reoccurring thing since beginning of 2022, right? Okay. So when there was a video, um, Kiki's mom got involved. Uh, Kiki's mom kind of went out and said some things online and she was speaking in defense of her daughter, Mm -hmm. which I completely understand. And she was calling out 
Um, her baby brother. daddy is named. Her baby daddy's name is Darius. He has an older brother named Saronis, who is the actor. Uh, he's insecure. He was on season two. If you know what I'm talking about, he was Dro on season two of Insecure. And um, he had basically put out some things on Twitter talking about, like, you know, she's manipulative. Um, she's conniving, literally the most backstabbing individual I've ever met in my life. Whoop, whoop, whoop. And Sharon came to her daughter's defense and was like, Saronis, like, I came to you about your brother yeah. over a year ago. Mm -hmm. And your response to what I had to say was, oh, well, I used to do that too. And it's like, okay. So you're that the fact that that was your response, that lets me know that this is this is a family thing that's yeah. going on on their side of the well, family. Well, he did, and in, in, so we have all the information. He for sure, did, for sure. He did refute the comments that her mom made, saying that he's never... Laid a hand on a woman, X, Y, Z. It, it's it, all of this is he said, she said, right? And it's obviously Kiki. Kiki Palmer is loved by many, by many, and a majority of the people That's are just gonna they're just gonna believe anything that she says. Facts. Not saying that what she's saying is wrong or lies or incorrect. Um, but I think I I guess my question is is the context of the conversation between um, the brother and the mom of what she specifically said, because she didn't really highlight what she said to him. Mm -hmm. She just said, I told you about your brother. Specifically, what did you tell him? That's my question. She said on the video, she was like, I, I came to you and I told you um, about your, bro like your brother was putting your, her, his hands on my daughter. And that was his response. Mm -hmm. So she directly confronted the fact that, hey, your brother has been putting his hands on my daughter mm -hmm. unprompted, like physically assaulting her. And he kind of just diffused the situation. Yeah. But I, I don't even want to bring it to Sharon and the brother because they are actually secondary people in the story. Um. I want to talk about the just the totality of everything that has been transpired between the two of them over the past couple months. And I want to say like I'm not, and, and again, I'm not saying that disrespect is warranted. I'm not saying that like because you because you do something that gives me grounds to like disrespect you or if if you felt disrespected by something that I said or that I did, that doesn't mean like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not saying that. Yeah. But what I am saying is we now have context to the individual that is Darius, you know what I'm saying? Allegedly. There is a, there is, there has to be a level. There has what? to be. You can't say allegedly. The nigga got caught on video wilding. He got pictures. Yeah. There were stills. I haven't seen the video. The video? No, the, I saw the I'm video not on, saying that he. The video did. was on Twitter. I'm, the video please. is on Twitter. I don't have a Twitter. He dragged her over the couch. Yeah. Yeah. Look, and like through look, the kitchen. Look, 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 please, please understand. When I say allegedly, I mean, the whole totality, totality, totality of saying 
He's one of these guys. You know, the no, context. I no, I'm <laughs> serious. I'm like because for me, I I don't know all the information. Yeah, I he is that. him putting. I haven't seen the video. I seen the the the, the stills. The stills from the video. Mm-hmm. He's 100 percent wrong. I'm not saying bro is innocent. Please understand. I'm not saying bro is innocent. I only say allegedly because everything everybody's innocent until proven guilty. He's guilty of putting his hands on Kiki. I, I'm just saying we don't know all the ins yeah. and outs of the entire situation. Do I believe, do I believe, and this is me playing devil's advocate, because there are people who think, who see the situation, and they see what happened with Usher. Right. And they see the response from that situation with Usher. And some people don't see that as somebody who is being abused to the level that some people are taking it, is what I'm saying. Okay. Cause she clapped back at bro, just as just as much as he 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 felt the need to be petty and go to Twitter, she clapped right back at him. Yeah, and the world clapped, and the world clapped right back at him. I mean, she made a whole music video so and merch. I I I want to make sure we're under we're we're being careful about like just making the claims. Yeah. Is he a is he a domestic abuser? Yes. Yes. I want to know everybody's and I don't even, input. And I don't even want to sit up here and say like, "Oh, you're a woman beater. You're this." Mm-hmm. Like, I don't. I'm not saying that because yeah. again, like, we don't know the extent to to her abuse. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. like a lot of it is emotional abuse. Yeah. I feel like a lot of it is mental abuse. Um, like there have been threats of like, "I'm going to kill myself if you leave me." You know what I'm saying? Like really? those type, like yes, like I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna show that to you. I'm gonna show it to you once we wrap. But when, but that's the thing I'm talking about. Like when you when these are the steps. Mm-hmm. When this is your language, you feel what I'm saying? Like yeah, it, there has to be a level of insecurity in this man to where you're you're willing to do these type of things. You know what I'm saying? Like think, in the midst of, in the midst of your child, do you think she pushed him to that point? Like legitimately speaking, do you could, think she pushed have. him to that point? Like could, could she have, have could have put his, pushed him to that point? Cause from what I'm not saying like on social media, nothing's perfect. Do you think right? she did, she did something to push him to a point of putting his hands on her? In the sense of more of like, do you think he pushed her into, he, she pushed him into a spot to where he felt he had to start acting irresponsible now again at the end of the day it's still his fault still his fault completely Mm -hmm. but from what i can see on paper from the timeline of events everything that happened at the usher uh, concert with her like dancing on him and singing to her serenade and stuff like that and then he went to social media and he started complaining and wilding out a little bit then she went and clapped back and stuff like that before that we we thought it was a good couple remember like i mean unless i I yeah, I mean they they it. made it seem publicly. Well, they, yeah, they made like it publicly, everything seemed okay, but behind closed doors, but it really wasn't. From, but that's what I'm saying. Like, do we know that for a fact? And I'm saying like, after the whole thing happened that night, with like after Twitter, he went to Twitter, he took the Twitter and stuff, all that like that. And then she went on Twitter, and started like you know defending herself and her actions. And Usher jumped into the conversation too, right? My thing is, I'm is like, this. did that? Did that? Was that kind of like the actual starting point of all of that right there? If it is, then I'm kind of like, again, he's still on the run for what he did, but at the same time, it's just like, that just goes to show you that like how fast people's mental health can deteriorate I to where feel they start like, making irrational decisions. Yeah, yeah. I feel like 
I feel like the Usher situation was the the straw that broke the camel's back or the thing that kind of made yeah. it crack. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I feel like there are things that transpired previously in their relationship. Because, I listen, Kiki mom, Kiki Palmer's mom and Sharon, she don't say yeah, nothing. Yeah, she, she doesn't say anything. She's, she she's don't always come been out quiet. and say anything. She doesn't, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if it's something to promote Kiki, like, yes. But, like, even outside of that, she does not get on social media. Yeah, she doesn't insert herself. say anything, right. So the fact that she is in this situation lets me know something is really going on. Yeah. Something is really going on. I'm not saying Kiki is crystal clean or you know squeaky clean in this situation i'm not Mm -hmm. saying that Mm -hmm. but what i am saying is like like even with the whole rihanna chris brown situation we can bring that up too like chris brown was wrong yes there were things that rihanna did to maybe get him to that point, but no, it does I mean she not, hit him. She, yeah, for she, sure. She put she her did. hands on. Ain't no one talking about that. That man she came out that car. It's a, I, it's, she did. I think it Absolutely. wasn't. It wasn't. I don't think for the whole Rihanna Chris Brown situation. I don't think it was. You know, Riri got Chris to a, a, a situation to where he just kind of like lashed out. I think they were just both abusive to each other. I agree. Yeah. And I think I that it just spiraled out of control and then it and then it just hit a level that he talked about it in the documentary. He talked about it in the documentary like slightly. He was like literally that whole conversation, the whole thing that happened. Yeah. yeah. He put her hands on him first because yeah. he was talking to I think it was Karuchi. She yeah. was yeah, he was, he was like he or like he cheated on her with Karuchi. He she brought it up, he confirmed it. She got pissed off. She started smacking the crap out of him. While he's driving. And then he's driving the Lambo yeah. and then he gets mad and he starts hitting her back. And I'm like, again. He's not right. He's not right in the situation at all. They're both wrong. wrong. Definitely wrong. Exactly. But so that it's not really fair that he's the only one. His 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 career his career was over. It took a hit. He and Riri and Riri just took off. And Riri just took off. He still makes albums and stuff like that, but it's not the same. Since that day and that whole thing happened, he went to jail. The mugshot came out and stuff like that. Him going to jail. I think I think in that situation, I think they were both guilty of being two traumatized individuals. For sure, agreed. And I and that's why I ask these questions, not because I don't believe women or X Y Z. Yeah, I just feel like there's so many intricate details that people can do to a partner that's not physical that can be abusive. Agreed. And the question of okay, do you think that? I don't think it was so much insecurity that it is mental health weakness like i think i think bro just isn't mentally fit to handle that to type handle of relationship, someone relationship. like kiki palmer in the world that she's in you feel yeah. what i'm saying yeah i so i always advise people like when i have friends who are not in the entertainment sphere you know they're teachers they're doctors and things like that and they get into uh you know they start talking to musicians or they start talking to yeah. you know singers and things like that and they come to me and it's like you know why he do why he did, i'm like listen before before we get into specifics i do want you to understand with with the optics of of what he does is going there is going to be a level of like like musicians have groupies you know what i'm saying like you're gonna deal with groupies you're gonna deal with women who are just naturally attracted to talent Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like the optics of what it looks like for this man to be on stage 
um, playing skilled or singing skilled, literally making, um, having the ability to evoke emo- emotion out of you. Yeah. That, that's a part of the territory. You feel what I'm saying? So if you cannot handle that, if you are if you are prone to jealousy, if you don't know how to communicate, if you don't know how to chill out, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and just trust that whoever you're dealing with has yeah. enough respect for you, you know what I'm saying, to not entertain mm-hmm. the groupies and the hoes and all that stuff. Like, if you have issue with that, then this will this will always be an area of 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 trouble for you. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like maybe he thought, you know, because his brother's in the life or like, he's like close to the life that, you know, he thought he could handle it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying, never mind. I don't want to say that. I, I want to say that Kiki is not squeaky clean. She's not squeaky clean. And I also believe that any nothing does like no one deserves to have their hands put on like to have someone put their hands on them physically, um, especially, especially. And I think this is the part that I hate about it the most. Like you're doing things in front of your child, in front of mm-hmm. your son. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. You learned how to put. You learned this from somewhere. Yeah. Saronis, your brother learned that from somewhere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so now you are perpetuating the same cycle in your bloodline by exposing your child to this. He's a young baby. Like that. Mm-hmm. It's he's a young baby. But I guarantee you, he's gonna remember that. Yeah. He's gonna remember that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like it'll follow him. It'll, it'll follow him. It'll follow him. And it can also affect how he treats Kiki. Yes. How he views Kiki, how yes. he views his mom. Like And that's 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 the yeah. most detri- detrimental part out of all of this. Like yeah. Was she granted the restraining order? She, she was she granted the restraining okay. order until I, yeah. they got everything until the court the can crazy like thing is figure everything out. A restraining out. order is one of the hardest things to get and it's even harder to do it in California because of the star levels and stuff like that. Yeah. So the fact for her to get that also speaks a lot of wonders as to like how bad the abuse could have been. I, I mean that one that one yeah. video can could have granted, bro. There's been you know what I mean. Not all. I, time. I not all the time. I've seen multiple videos and stuff. The fact that Kiki's like, Kiki and then she has video evidence of him putting yeah. his hands on her, and him walking into her house unannounced, unannounced, and when she's not there, talking about where's my son. So they've been yeah. they've been separated for a minute, then, huh? They have been separated yeah. for a yeah. minute. That's, he just well, keeps coming back. Is it he a minute? Keeps coming back. When, when, when was the auction stuff? That was back in August. Dang, that's not long that ago. Was, that was almost three months ago. That's not a long time. We've been through a whole season. To, to that's s- what I'm saying. Like it's a quarter of a year. Yeah, that makes sense. What you mean to say to say that somebody to to say, oh, they've been off for a while. Like that's not a long time. A season and some change passed by. That's a while. We're not saying it's a long while, but saying, it's, like, a while. it's a while. That's fresh. That baby is sitting up. Be okay, losing. that baby <laughs> that can baby hold that, that head up. Can hold that neck up. Okay, that's a while. I mean, I, look, maybe doing tummy time. Look, I, I think time. I think Darius is scum. Yeah. I think that he is a poor excuse of a man. I think that he is not worthy of any respect any mercy in this situation. I agree. Um, but I also think at the same time, man, 
a lot of these women need to take responsibility for laying down with these niggas. I agree with that too. Like I agree with that too. You got to be responsible with who you who you breed with, bro. Do you think she knew that he was crazy? I of mean, course it's, not. Yeah, but, like I mean, what? A, I don't know. Like did, when? When did you said that? That his uh, Kiki's mom said that she talked to what's the name? But brother? that was over a year ago. But like that's what I'm saying. She I'm got saying, before she got pregnant. That's right. True. But I'm saying like there there had to have been something to kick off the snowball. You feel what I'm saying? Like in I'm the saying, beginning, like. in the beginning, it's all lovey dovey. It's all roses and mm-hmm. things like that. And oh, even if there was some slight, you know, physical abuse. He knows how he knows how to use like mental and emotional abuse mm-hmm. to keep her around. So you can so you can do a little push. Or you can hold on, let me finish. You can do a little push. Like you can do a little shove here and be uh-huh. like, oh babe, I'm sorry. Like woo woo woo. Like romance her, do 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 do. And we're back to having sex. Like it's not like as it, for someone who's enduring emotional abuse, mm-hmm. it's not it's not uncommon to find yourself in the like in, in those moments over and over again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I think at the same time you can also say that when you're looking at sometimes a lot of these dudes don't really be good manipulators. <laughs> sometimes and I think no, I feel like a lot of these dudes are ridiculous, bro. I'm sorry, I ain't gonna say that. No, nah, I'm single. No, 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 no. I'm single handedly bringing the word. I, 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 I don't care. That's that's a good nah, term. They I'm definitely, definitely bleeping that out because we would definitely get flagged. Um, oh my god! But I think, um, I think that a lot of these dudes are really stupid. Yeah, and they don't really be y'all be giving so much credit to these dudes for being narcissists and manipulators. I'm like, nah, baby, you just you felt so in love yeah. that you just don't want to acknowledge who this nigga is. They gonna yeah. crucify you in the comments. No, but that's, no, it's, it's, but I don't care, bro. I'm married. If I, I can give two shits about what any of these women think about me. I'm married with a yeah, kid. That's true. If, the, if all these women in the world think I'm, I'm not worthy to be with, toodaloo. Good, good news. Somebody else is already doing it. You know what I mean? So I just believe that at the same time, even with men, mm-hmm. like we're talking about with men who are with women who they can't handle. Bro, you should understand yeah. that this is something yeah. that you're not ready for yeah. or equipped for. It's like, it's always a joke of, hey, everybody can't be with a baddie. Yeah. And it's like, not everybody can be with baddie. It's funny, but it's true. It's true. A yeah. lot of these dudes really be so like, insecure yeah. that they can't be with somebody to that level or yeah. there's yeah. somebody who's very like they they need certain things from a partner that those type of women don't bring yeah and i think that they should be held with the same standard of why are you with this girl versus telling a woman why like hey why are you with this dude yeah like if yeah. bro keeps showing you signs of being something yeah. believe him we had to talk about it mm-hmm. earlier before you got here d where we're like have there been a ch- have there been a time where you were like basically a girl that's t- technically considered an Instagram model or baddie try talking with you, and I was like, actually, yeah, there's been two times where like a female that was like considered that could have been like influencer status, you know, or like another status of what I was used to before I was sing- uh, before I was married. Pull the mic. Uh, a little before bit. I was married, like they were trying to like talk to me, and then I remember being like, 
no, that's not going to work for me. That's not going to work for me at all. Mm. I don't like unadded attention that I'm not asking for mm. on either party at all. Yeah. I know, I know, as I get older, I realize that now I'm more of a, I used to be physical touch. Now I'm more of an active service kind of person. Okay. If you, if I feel like you're not showing me attention or acts of service, I feel like that acts of service is going towards someone else. It's materialistic. Okay. Mm. It's not yeah. real. There's an un, actual unprecedented standard that you're giving to mm. other people that's not getting towards me. And I think yeah. that's wrong. Yeah. So I would never put myself in a situation like that. I feel like he put himself in the situation based off of emotion, not logic. And now he got himself caught up in stuff that he never should have been in if he was logical. Why are you as a D-list star trying to be with someone that is an A-list star? That doesn't make any sense. There's going to be a power imbalance from the jump. And because if, and if because you're because insecure, you can't handle that. It but don't, but exactly. it don't make sense from the jump. Like, how are you? How is she up here? You're down here, and then you're trying to be the man of the relationship, bro. She's making like four times your weight, literally. Yeah, but that don't mean nothing. It though. means I, everything. No, it doesn't. It means everything. No, it doesn't. As a man, no, it, it doesn't. Means, so you're telling me right now, in a sense of, it varies from it varies from relationship to relationship. I can say that. I'll, so I understand what you're saying. But in most relationships, the man is always considered to be the breadwinner of the relationship. Whenever there's certain things that are not being met, each party feels like they have more step than they really do because they feel like they're bringing more to the table than the other person. Mm. That's always just how yeah, it is. Yeah, but that's a wrong mindset. You're, you're not you're wrong. Right. You're not wrong. It is a very wrong mindset, but on either party. That's why some dudes that literally their wife is a stay-at-home wife, they feel like they can do whatever they want. They feel and like they don't have to talk about anything. They don't got to run anything by them. They can buy whatever they want because why? They're bringing home the money. They're bringing it home. You're supposed to be home, take care of the kids. If you want something, let me know. But I'm going to take care and make sure I'm straight first before anybody else because I'm the one bringing home the bread. And that's good. There's PG. a lot of dudes that do that. Now, yeah. I know I'm not like that. I know you're not like that either because we're more family oriented. No, because we're men. Exactly. But there's some people out there that think that men, uh, their only job as a man is to bring home the money. That's it. They leave everything else yeah. in the email. And, and it's it, wrong, but it's it's common. It's yeah. it's, it's honestly like the majority. Yeah. And that's it why is. nobody gets married anymore. Yeah. That's yeah, why that's none of y'all will yeah. ever experience love ever a day in your life. Yeah. Because you're pathetic. That's because you're you're you, you just bro, you're pathetic, bro. If you <laughs> think no, nah, bro, son. no, bro, that's you're crazy. no, bro, you goofy, bro. That's you, you're crazy. a sorry excuse for a man, bro. If you think just because of your paycheck that you have the ability to say, do whatever you want, yeah. you're goofy, bro. That don't make Being a man has nothing to do or your with your yeah. income. Yeah. Income is an addition to being a man. You know what a man does? A man makes his wife feel secure. You know what a man does? A man takes care of his kids. Uh, you know what a man does? A man doesn't sleep around with multiple women yeah. because... Little boys do that because that means you lack discipline. Yeah. You know what a man does? A man holds it down in every aspect. Even if your woman is the breadwinner, but you're holding it down emotionally, the way you're holding it down, you know, throughout the crib physically. Mm -hmm. Like being a man is a per it's not some some acquirement of a tax bracket. It's yeah, it's a persona. It's how you move. It's character. How you talk, how you it's character, it's mm -hmm. how you establish yourself when you walk in a room like there are so many men that i have met in my life who don't make a lot of money mm -hmm. but they establish this 
you know, aura of they are a man. Yeah, like this man. security isn't just money. Right. You know what I mean? Security right. has so many different so aspects to it. And that's why nobody gets married anymore. That's why nobody all these people sitting here talking about high value this, high value that. Y'all don't know what high value is. Like y'all this this societal like standard of you're only a man if you, you know, you doing this. Like that's why all these girls are walking around here looking like complete goofballs and idiots mm-hmm. thinking that niggas just be walking around here making $500,000 a year. That's rare. <laughs> That's rare. 90% of the women in the world, it seems like 90% of the yes. women in society and culture are expecting the 1% of men. In the- Have you seen those videos where like they're on 7th Street or Dallas downtown or like all over like party cities? They're Don't like, even give me started on those videos. How much does a dude have to make to talk to you and stuff like that? And every single every single female is like, I think the lowest one I ever heard, like on a realistic standpoint, was like he has to make eighty thousand dollars and he has to drive a da 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 da. And they do the same question to dudes, and yeah. dudes are like, Nah, she just has to be really cool and like really pretty. Yeah. And like she wants to have a family, and it just shows you that like in the real. I said this earlier, men are very realistic people. Most females are very materialistic people. That's just the way that it is. That's the lay of the land. Now I'm not saying that's always the standpoint. That's always the case. But from what I see in this like day and age of a lot of people is like a lot of females are very materialistic. And it's really sad because it's kind of like I think materialistic is giving them grace. Giving they're okay. just selfish. This is what I'm materialistic is a is a is a aspect of the selfishness that they have. Like men, we seek partnership, women seek security. So Thanks. because of that, when we misuse the definition of security. You are now leading an entire generation of women astray, yeah, because they are thinking that security, security means all, is only, only financial. This. You right. know what I mean? It's right. like, first of all, you got a dude who don't be out all the time. He's home. He's at the crib. Take care of the kids, bro. Like, what do you do? Work. Your bills are paid. You yeah. know what I mean? And you mad because you just you want extra money to go to go on trips? What are we talking about right now? I just sent something to the group chat, but I posted it on my story today. Okay. It said, imagine you quit your job to be a stay-at-home mom, and the only thing your husband could afford is just paying the bills. You can't get your hair done, nails done, or no new clothes. Dot, dot, dot. You're in hell. I posted it, and I said, <laughs> y'all woman make me sick. I'm getting destroyed in my close friend's comments right now. Grace is a stay-at-home mom. She works for her dad, but she's really a stay-at-home mom at the end of the day. I do multiple jobs. I do multiple things, but I also make sure to make sure I'm there for my son. Right. right? I do my best to make sure she has her nails done. I make sure she can, as if she wants something and she says that she wants it, I do my best to see if I can do it. Budget around that. Mm-hmm. And that's like on a good month if I could do that. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. multiple things and stuff like that. That's yeah. not including date nights and stuff like that. That just means like randomly one of her influencers dropped like a clothesline that she wants. She sent it to me. She said, hey, do you think we can get this? I said, figure out if we can. If you can, go for it. If you cannot, let's try next week or next month. Okay. Right? I cannot imagine if it was like, no, I want it right now. I'm not really asking. Da 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 da. I want it right now, kind mm. of stuff. And I'm just like, do people go through this? Like, yeah. legitimately, do people go through this where this looks like. I believe so. And I'm just like, y'all must be in hell. Like, I, I was, cannot imagine living my life like that legitimately. I just cannot. I will say this. I think this is a good segue for the next topic that we have. Um, Kiki, girl, if you ever see this, girl, we are praying for you. We are for lifting sure. you up. Fast. Darius, sir, if you ever see this, 
I we are praying for you and we are lifting you up as well. Okay, I'm praying Therapy for you with my hands. Your yeah, friend. and you can also get these. I will lay <laughs> lay these hands I'm on you in the name of Jesus. I pray you but don't run into nobody for, nobody for real. For that's everybody. really about that Catch life. Catch his hands, my boys. Don't Catch his hands. I, I, I pray. I pray your safety and security in Jesus' name. Okay, because you done tried the wrong one. My the boy. wrong, the wrong one. You hit Aquila in the uh, Aquila. Yeah, bro. You you hit. Well, yeah, he hit Dumb. True Jackson. Yeah, VP. she's she's the culture's Dumb. America sweetheart. For okay, real. she really yeah. is. You don't mess with Kiki. Akila in the be certified <laughs> platinum in the hood. It, uh, and it don't matter what she did. It don't matter what happened. There's nothing that's gonna excuse what you did. And hey, you gonna have to answer. Listen, for we that pray one your day. strength in the Lord. Mm-hmm. But it, it is a good segue to kind of like go into our next topic, um, because that's <sighs> so as. As a woman and just as a sister in Christ, whatever, I feel like there has just been a, a, a deeper passion um, of mine, especially when we talk about relationships and things like that. Mm-hmm. I feel like the Lord is really like, like pushing me or like unctioning me to kind of like be more vocal about some of the things that I see as a woman. Um, like, cause I know that there's a pool for like men reaching for reaching men, like mm-hmm. men reaching men, uh, men being in community with men so that we, y'all can learn how to be men. Yeah. And I feel like, I feel like there's not necessarily that much talk in the women's space because if I can be honest, I feel like there is a notion that, we have arrived, <laughs> you know what I mean? That, you know, um, like w- we as women can do the bare minimum and be expected to be rewarded with everything that we want. You know what I mean? I feel like there is such a, uh, just a spirit of selfishness and manipulation. And I don't like it. I don't like the fact that men are always the punching bag in this, in the topic of relationships. I don't like that. So, and I bring this up frequently. Um, so we went to the, we need to talk to her. Um, with Preston Perry and and uh, Ezekiel Ezekiel Anzamu, and there was a young lady. Nah, she wasn't young. She's probably like thirty two. She's mm. still young. Mm. Um, was she, she married? Probably, mm. No, she wasn't married. Mm. She was not married. She's about thirty two. Um, she has she mm. has a bachelor's degree, a mas- She has a bachelor's degree and two master's degrees. And she mentioned those three degrees at least three times in her in her two minutes of talking. Right. She mentioned it like quite, quite often. And I'm just like, I can visualize what this woman I can, like. I literally can think I know exactly she mentioned what it she quite often. Like. And the topic was about potential, um, about like we shouldn't settle for we shouldn't settle for men's potential. Like we shouldn't settle or we shouldn't like, um, we shouldn't marry on a man's potential. Um, you know, and she brought up her mother and her mom teaching her that like, you know, you don't settle on no man's potential because look at what happened to me 
type of thing. Trauma. Trauma, right? And it really struck a nerve with me. It struck a nerve with me on so many levels because it's like, girl, like, you really think your master's degree, something that we put on this table, put a match to it, and it'll freaking burn up. And be gone. And be gone. And you're still paying Sally Mae back <laughs> for all of that. And you think that because you have made this accomplishment or made this achievement, that you have somehow arrived to a place where you no longer have to do anything. Mm. You no longer have to be anything. You no longer have to grow and develop and evolve and change those things that you've that you've mentioned multiple times in the two minute time span. May, has you thinking that this is sufficient enough for any man to come and take care of me, and not and not work <laughs> and not use my degrees and not, you know what I'm saying like. It's such a toxic rhetoric going around, and I don't like it. And when we talk about, I had a conversation with another friend, and we talked about. Um, she mentioned that there's that there was a um, a situation where someone had expressed to her like, you know, he had been with someone, and she basically like left him. Because, you know, he kind of had a moment of vulnerability and was, like, breaking down. He was under a lot of stress, like, with his job and things like that. And, like, she really couldn't handle it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've even heard podcasts of men, like, expressing how they have been vulnerable in front of women. And, like, you know, he had lost his grandmother. And his grandmother is the one that raised him. Mm. And, you know, so that's like losing a mom. That's yeah. losing a pillar in his life. And he's literally like on the ground weeping. <laughs> and nothing compelled her to move toward him or to embrace him or to, you know, her response was, are you done now? Swear to God. I'm going to say it again. You know what I mean? I'm going to say it again to every single gentleman watching this podcast right now. And Brandon can back me up on this. In a sense, it's very toxic for me to say this, but it's the truth. Ladies, y'all have one chance for a man to be vulnerable with you. I agree. One chance. One. And when you one mess chance. it up, you mess that rap. up, don't ever think he's still going to love you. He will forever look at you a, a different way for the rest of your entire life, for the rest of your relationship. I agree. Every single woman has one chance to let a man be vulnerable with her. And if you mess that chance up, that's a wraps. That's on you. It's going to be a If you don't give him the exact same kind of feeling, yeah. if you don't get the exact kind of feeling that you would want from him, if you were in the same exact position, it's a wraps. That's, and that's, and that's, that's the main point. That's you you said it. it. Why do you feel like a man is supposed to work, come home, be affectionate, be attentive, be listening, mm -hmm. be a helper in the kitchen, mm -hmm. be a helper with the kids, put it down in the bedroom, all of these things. And repeat. And repeat. And you and you are not doing anything to fill this man's cup. You feel what I'm saying? You are not, you are not doing right anything. Right You're not doing anything. 
and and I think that's I think that's the toxicity that I feel. It's like we as society will make women feel like the man has to do and be, and there is no do and be for you. You, you know what I'm saying? As if you, as if you are a finished product in and of yourself. When we talk about potential, there's potential both ways. You mm-hmm. are banking on him to reach his potential just as much as he's banking on you to reach your potential. And the fact that we want to put material things on the table of relationships, like, is crazy to me. Material things like degrees and homes and cars and businesses and money, things that we cannot take with us when we die. But no. you want to pass yeah. you want to pass up a man that maybe makes fifty thousand dollars a year, but he listens to you. He prays over your heart. You feel what I'm saying? Like he's attentive to your mind. You feel what I'm saying? Like he's picking up the little details and is so in tune with you. But you mad because of a dollar amount. You're missing the man. You're missing the man when you allow material things to be the basis for a spiritual concept like covenant, like marriage. And I think that's what that's what's missing. And I again, I don't want to speak for for a man because I feel like there's enough talk on what men should do, Mm -hmm. what men should be. Where's the where's where's the where's the check for the women? All right, look. Where's the check for us? Cause flash. I don't see it. Ladies, I'm going to let you know something. <laughs> Please. And this is for real. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm trying to be helpful. <sighs> stop acting like niggas, bro. Stop. Stop. We do not care about your degree. Say that again. Men do not care about your degrees. We don't care what school you went to. We don't care about how much money you make. We don't care about what car you drive. We don't give a damn about none of that. Ladies, please listen. Please, please, Y'all, please listen. We are in a we are in a point of culture and society where they they've lied to y'all for so long that y'all think that being masculine. Is attractive. Is attractive. Ooh. Now y'all can't even go eat that cheese. You no because my nigga. Ooh. Well, I'm man, just to be spiteful. I took my family to cheesecake on Saturday. I, <laughs> and I know it was fire. What you get? I was at the mall Costa today Lettuce. and I saw cheesecake. And I uh, only reason we did not go is because we went to the ah, house earlier. It was in Carson <laughs> Arlington, bro. I literally was just like, I kind of want cheesecake right now. If you think you are better than cheesecake, I'm gonna man, be real look. with you. What are you doing with first your life? Of all, cheesecake is not a first cheap of place all. at all. And I don't it's care fire. What you get. And it's fire. First of it's all, baby, food. you baby, you don't even bring a Brody Brody any peace. What makes yeah. you think you were Waffle you, House? You think you better than cheesecake, but your whole outfit from Sheen and Timu. Ooh, no, no ooh, okay. Ooh, we, we, ooh, let, uh, let me cook. No, 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 no. Let, let me, me let me let me finish. Let me finish. <laughs> because we look, y'all have been taught to be so oh independent. That your independence is turning to masculinity. Yes. And now y'all are expecting masculine traits from masculine beings, but then giving us masculine energy, energy yeah. and response. And thinking it's going to work. It's, listen, Weird. 
We don't care about none of that stuff. Yeah. Men, you know what we care about? We care about coming home to a peaceful house. We care about coming home to a woman that appreciates us, who acknowledges us, who listens to us. Y'all have been painted this image of what an actual man is, and it never included emotions. So when a man is emotional with you, you think it's taboo and it's a sign of weakness. Because men, we have been taught to be. Don't be emotional. Don't like you don't don't tell your woman what's going on. Don't tell you don't you're not supposed to let your woman see you X, Y, Z. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I've said this multiple times and a lot of people look at me crazy when I say it. I didn't become a man until my son was born. That's facts. Mm. I don't think anybody is a man until they have kids. That's facts. If you can practice what you actually You know what I mean? And obviously Mm. I understand some people have are unable to have children, XYZ. I'm this is not to be disrespectful to anybody who is in that situation. But I'm saying as men, you don't really know what it's like to be a man until you have children. My wife's birth was traumatic and it was very scary. So I had to shoulder a lot of emotion Mm. on behalf of my family because I was taught to do that. Mm. But there was a very important moment in that week we were in the hospital where my son got taken into the NICU because he couldn't even sit in a car seat without losing oxygen because he was so small. Mm. For the first time, I cried in my wife's arms. That was a pivotal moment. One of two things could have happened. She could have accepted my vulnerability or rejected it. And she accepted it. And that point was a very important point of our relationship. Yeah. Because if I got to the point of that moment and then realized that I couldn't be vulnerable, in my relationship, it would have set up a long trail of coldness, mm-hmm. of silence. Because as men, if we can't trust our women with our emotions, you're never going to hear anything from me. Yeah, it's going to become quiet. You're going to be going out with your girlfriends for brunch, drinking your mimosas, and complaining about how my, my man don't talk to me. Mm. <laughs> Why am I going to talk to you if you're not going to listen to me? You don't even let me get a thought out. Yeah. You don't even let me finish what I'm saying. Or you get the thought out and then it basically becomes, well, you do this too. And it feels like you can't even have any, you can't even have a conversation. Look, I look all I, that's that's a big deal breaker for a lot of people. All I know is women, as much as you want real masculinity back, man, we want real femininity back. And the fact that the soft girl era is a thing now is crazy that women have to even find their soft girl era. Because y'all been lied to. And all these other women who are in the culture are feeling like they got to be hard when they don't need to be. What does that mean? What does soft girl mean? So soft soft girl, uh, to make a long definition short, it's literally just um, like letting go of some of those like masculine traits um, and being softer where we don't have to have our guard up all the time. Um, and, and I want to say this too, I want to say this too, because we, when we say these things, like, you know, we don't want, we don't want masculinity and and we understand that. And we understand that there are women who 
you know, in order to survive, like you have to, you have to operate in a level of masculinity to survive as a single woman. But, and, and, and I don't, I don't also want to discredit um, individuals who have been through trauma, you know, sexual trauma, sexual abuse, maybe they were raped. And so to let that guard down is literally like putting them back in this, in a mental state of trauma. I, I don't want to just, I don't want to, I don't want you to hear that and think that we're dismissing those instances because yeah. those are very, very real things. You know what I'm saying? But it just hurts me that women even have to be in that situation. Yeah. You and know, it, like, and it sucks. Like a lot of women were raised by single women who had to be the mom and dad, who had to be the mm-hmm. security and the provider, who had to be the nurturer and the the hunter gatherer, you know what I'm saying? Like so they there are that's trained them to think like this is how this is how it is to be a woman. You know what I mean? They didn't see their mom being taken care of by a man. They didn't see their mom being able to be soft. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And not necessarily, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, she had to take out the garbage. (laughs) She had to fix whatever was broken because there was no one there to do that. Um, But I don't want me to, I don't want you to hear me say these things as justification for what my, my brother Brandon said. Like it is very true. And I want to challenge women to talk to men in their lives. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying men that, that, you know, out here dogging they women. I'm not saying go and talk to them because we know what the hell they doing. (laughs) I'm saying to go and find solid men. Mm -hmm. I would dare say men of God. Challenge you know what I'm saying? And Y'all go, men need to step up and learn how to be good friends. Talk to them. You Without know what sexual I'm intention. Without yes. sexual intention. Just be have good a genuine conversation. What are men looking for? As a friend, what do you see in me that could potentially be the reason why I'm not dating or I'm not married? Like, what are things that I'm not seeing? You know what I'm saying? Like, That's good, dude. It's, 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 it's when we have these conversations, when we really can eliminate all the hoopla that's going on like I feel like social media society all of that is tailored to keep us separated yeah like we don't need a man you can be independent you don't need a woman you can be a dog it's like no we need need each each other. other yep and more and more so we need each other like for unity. Like, yes, we need mm-hmm. a man needs a woman or uh, yes, a woman needs a man to procreate, you know, to have a kid and things like that. But it's, we need each other so, so much more than just what the physical aspect of our unity is, bro. And I think we, a lot of women, we, we can lack that, you know what I'm saying? When we hold on to our pride or when we hold on to, you know, um, our distrust, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not willing to let your guard down. You're not willing to be vulnerable. You're not willing to accept vulnerability. You want a man to be everything for you. You want a man to be your security. You want a man to be your provi- provision. You want a man to be your safe space. But you 
you don't have the capacity to be that for him as if he is not mm-hmm. a human being with emotions as well. Yeah. So, yeah, man, I... It's like, tough. It's tough. And I love women. Like, I love women's... Uh, like, I love women. I love our hearts. I love our impact in the world. I love all of those things. Um, but I do think that there is work to be done major and I, and it's not all it's not always the men ladies it's, I it's some of us too like, some of I want to challenge too. women right now go to a guy that you feel like you can trust and ask them when's the last time you felt like you could be open honest and vulnerable with somebody of mm. the opposite sex not in, a, not in a weird way just be like hey yeah. like, whether it's a relationship time, or a friendship whatever yeah. when was the last time you could actually be yourself and be honest and open about how you're feeling mental health wise and be vulnerable with someone and say when's the last time that was Pretty sure more than ninety five percent of guys are going to be like, I don't even know, I can't remember. Ask them was the last time they actually were able to cry mm. in mm. a setting. They can't remember. I know the amount of times I've cried in the past three four years. I know the exact same times of where it happened. That's not mm. that's not normal. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And that's yeah. the trauma that I feel like I have to work through. How many times have you cried recently? Since I had my son, I actually do cry a lot. I feel that. I think since I had Elijah before yeah. Elijah, I think it was like maybe four or five times. I think now it's like yeah, before maybe at four or five times again. Yeah, bef- real. before Xavier, <laughs> that shit was a rock, bro. What? That's cold, bro. Cold as hell. Just that's mm. and that's kind of the thing where it's like with most dudes, they like when they go through stuff like this, like it's literally just like ah, it is what it is. I'm talking about like we would literally say to yourself, it is what it is. Mm. Shut it out, mm-hmm. move on, and go on to the next. And mm-hmm. I'm telling you, as somebody... You have to move on. And, and ladies, please understand this as well. And fellas, understand this as well. As somebody who was in a space, when I met my wife, bro, I was talking to multiple females at one time. When a dude is that immature, there's no amount of potential that can make up for that flaw. Yeah. Bro got to actually make a decision mm-hmm. to change. Like, it, it, it's not, if you, fellas, if you don't tighten up now, you're not going to tighten up when you find love. You're just going to screw it up. Yeah. Ladies, if you don't tighten up now, you're not going to tighten up all of a sudden when you get married. Yeah. Like, yeah. marriage these, is not magic. This is, this is. <laughs> Boy, what? Say that like, one more time, D. Say that one more time. <laughs> marriage is not Ain't magic. Ain't damn truth, boy. At all. Because you got to understand, like, Marriage is a constant, like, choice. It's, it's two a constant, imperfect yes. people striving to be perfect. Together. Together mm-hmm. at the same and, time. And not, not whole, all right, I'm going to work on me. Mm-hmm. and it, Like, no, it's like we have to, like, make a conscience, conscious effort. Daily. To, now, to, throw, to, you know what I mean? Throw like, a whole job in there, throw a whole kid in there, throw a relationship and friendship and family. Boy, come on if you didn't, If you didn't figure that out and then you get married, <laughs> gosh, then if you don't figure that out and then you have a kid, God. All right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's, like, fellas, you got to be able to get some discipline to be able to really look at women and not see an object. Yeah. You should be able to have relationships with women that are strictly platonic. Yeah. There's nothing there. We're just friends. Doesn't matter. It doesn't always have to be somebody who you don't think is attractive. You can be friends with somebody who is attractive and not have anything towards them because you have discipline. It's the same way, other way around with women, ladies. ladies. Potential, and I and I know D talked about this, and it's not just all right. You don't date men's potential. Number one, that's terrible advice because men we we look at your your potential as well. Mm-hmm. 
potential is is important. If you don't have any potential, good God. If you, you know don't, I mean? if you don't have any potential, yeah. then okay, we we're not we're not working on that. But yeah. if you yeah. have some type of potential, and I and and a plan and that, a plan and that, that was me. My next potential point, potential like, is a plan. You no no no, no. no potential potential can be rooted in talent. Okay, I see. It can yeah. be rooted in. But gifts. if you're not working, if, if yeah. you're not you working that gifted, plan towards yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. If you could be gifted like my wife. Like my wife in our relationship, my wife is the one that go works a job. Mm-hmm. It goes to work and makes in, in a lot of months makes more money than me. Mm-hmm. But my wife, when we when we were dating, we had a conversation in the car and I'm like, yo, this is who I am. I'm a creative. This is what I want to do. This is how I want to get there. And this is not up for discussion. Mm-hmm. And she agreed. It's like, all right. You know what I mean? So I'm able to chase this dream and do what I need to do to get to where I'm going, right? But I have a plan. And on top of that, it's like whether it's sacrifice or compromise, whichever one you want to use. Like, bro, I could be traveling as much as I want, making as much money as I want. Mm -hmm. But because of our situation with my son and there's nobody to watch him. Mm -hmm. So I'm at home with him a majority of the time. So if I'm working on a project, if I'm editing, if I'm doing X, Y, Z, I'm doing it from home. So I'm I'm home with him all the time. Yeah. I'm home with him Monday through Friday, every single week, unless I'm traveling. And when I even when I do travel, I try to work it around my wife's working schedule. Mm-hmm. This is go back to the conversation about, you know, providing, being who what's a, what's a man. Yeah. Like, bro, just because your wife made more money than you, it's hard to feel like you're not less of a man because mm-hmm. of what society tells you. But if you are handling everything else, bro, you gotta pull your weight at some point. Yeah. You know what I mean? You ain't pulling no weight, nigga. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it is. <laughs> Drop that boy. <laughs> but it's like, but men, men date women off of potential, and men date and, and women date men off of potential. Yes. But if that potential doesn't have a plan, then it's voided. It's, it's voided. Just empty. It's just like, yeah. yeah, this is what you could be, but you're not really trying it's to do It's just faith without that. words. You're always talking it's about what ideas faith. you have and they're great yeah. ideas, but you never do anything to accomplish them. It's empty faith. Yeah. And I want to say too, last thing I'm going to say about this, as a woman, the Bible calls you a helper for a reason. And I'm not saying go out here and build a man. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is when you, when you, when you place all your eggs in the basket of a finished man, there's no work for you to help. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I don't mean help like, oh, I'm going to drop all my hopes and dreams to help my husband or my man pursue all of his hopes and dreams. That's not what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And that's not what the Bible is saying either. You have you have a <coughs> level of... of for lack of better words, power. Yeah. When you step into the role of a helper as a woman, you have no idea the amount of, of what's the word? Like, for example, Fiji, Mm -hmm. when you, when you first met Grace and y'all first got married, and you probably expressed to her, hey, like, I want to pursue this firefighting dream. Mm-hmm. 
How important was her words of encouragement? How important was her like, you know, hey, well, okay, so we can start this. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you can go here to start this. Like, uh, do you need your credit up? All right, mm-hmm. well, we can go ahead and, you know what I'm saying? Like, how helpful or how important was that in your journey towards being, you know what I mean? Yeah. Was her voice? How important was her voice to you in that time? Think about it now. It was during COVID when I went to EMT school. She's actually the one that found the fire academy for me to do it. Mm. So mm. she went out of her way during COVID and was like, okay, hey, like you expressed it. With I'm talking about it was deep COVID, shelter in place, ain't nobody doing nothing. I mean, everybody was just getting unemployment and government assistance. If you were there, you know what it was like. Yeah. Hey, Jack squat was yeah, going on. Yeah. So like I had nothing but money and time on my hands to do whatever I wanted. I was playing Call of Duty all the time with Brandon, with the boys. It was crazy. And then I was when she, I was like, hey, I don't have an essential job. I, mm. I'm i not made to just sit home all day mm. and be on my phone and play Call of Duty and watch videos and movies all night and be on YouTube. I'm like, that's not that's not me. It's fun for the good first three months. But I kind of want to get out of the house. I kind of want to do something. And then that's when I was like, I kind of want to be a firefighter. I'm living right next to the Grand Prairie Fire Station off of 161 in Arkansas. And I was like, I think I want to go to be EMT, go to EMT school first, and from there go to Fire Academy and stuff like that. I think like the next day we woke up, she was like, okay, so DeSoto Fire Academy starts on this date. You got to put in a on balance it. right here. On it. If you want to, we can go put it in full. And if you want to, do it like that, da-da-da-da-da. Mm. Did EMT school, went through the whole thing, passed it, had a party. Two months after that, I started with Ovilla, and they started sending me to Fire Academy and stuff like yeah. that. Period. So it was kind of like, again, picking your potential partner, I picked Grace off potential as in she's a very she's a very custodial person as in a very administrative. Okay. She's their dad's personal assistant. So I know if calendars are one her thing, scheduling and stuff like that, like she's very like XYZ methodical. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be real with you. If it wasn't for her doing that, I don't know if I would have been in this position. You would have done it. Come I would have done it. Because for me it would have been the more mm-hmm. of like I'm more of like Shalom, like <laughs> like being like, okay, let me do it at the last second, da 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 yeah. stuff like that. No, Ooh. she was like, she You gotta do it like it. this. I didn't even know during the whole process. I didn't know I had to go to the, up to the school and buy my own uniform. Mm. Yeah. I would have shown up there in jeans and a t-shirt. If it was you wouldn't have known. Would not have known at all. I told Caleb this the other day. I yeah, said, really. I said, procrastination is loud when people are watching. <laughs> and when you have, when you, once you, once you tell your wife something. Yeah, that's true. Now, <laughs> if you don't follow through on it, it she speaks gonna, louder. Absolutely. Yeah. And she's going to say something about it. You know what I mean? Whether if I'm like, uh, Adrian asked me, oh, go do the dishes real quick. And I'm like, all right, cool, I'll do it in a second. And then I forget. Oh, yeah. That's I'm going to hear about it. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, X, Y, and And the thing is, it's like, bro, like, the the pursuit. Y'all so afraid of the pursuit and the the process. Yeah. That y'all give up on good people that you could be in a good, healthy relationship with. healthy relationship. Because you don't like the process. Bro, like, like. Every time, bro, every time I'm, like. Me, Kayla, Maurice are sitting on a Zoom call with 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 CBS and these producers, and like, even though CBS ended up passing, and now we're pitching to other people, and like, the pursuit feels it feels so good, bro, because you feel proactive, mm-hmm. and it's like even if it doesn't work out, you know you're still doing your due your due diligence, right? right? And it's like, and Adrian right there, and she she ain't never gotta ask me if I'm. Period. She come home. I'm like, all right, cool. I, I need to. I need to go in here. I need to edit. Or, hey, babe, we got this coming up. I'm gonna have to go to L. A. for 
the weekend or I need to go to LA this or she LA right that. And like, bro, I'm trying to get my wife out of her job. Mm-hmm. That's my goal. Period. My wife, I don't want my wife to work if she don't want to. Period. So that means I got to grind. Cool. I'm a grind. You know what I'm saying? Like the fact that it's crazy to me that women got get 10 weeks off from a C-section and got to go back to work. Like it's crazy. crazy. It's crazy to me that Black. my wife has to have surgery and they won't put her on disability. So she has to use her PTO and her recovery time is 10 days. So now it's like, all right, yeah, bro, I can, I, you want to hire put her on disability? No. So That's she had to put her PTO. So like for me, so now it's like, dang, now, now as a man, uh-huh. you have a choice, get frustrated or go to work or go to work. Yeah, right. So now crazy. it's like, so now it's like, Hey, I gotta, I gotta adapt. So now I can't travel as much because my wife ain't got off days no more. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah. So now it's like, all right, now I gotta, I gotta stay at home. So yeah, I gotta pass up on money. But like I said, my manhood ain't, ain't this, it ain't, ain't attached to that money. Mm-hmm. It's to the ability of being able to turn away money because I'm needed somewhere else. Yeah. So it's like, bro, I can hop on the plane next weekend and be in LA and we popping off episodes and recording this and recording that and I can be getting paid. But that's not the luxury of the season right now. Mm-hmm. So now what I got to do, I got to be the best dad I can be. Period. Period. Because when yeah. stuff get going, because I'm telling you, it's going to get going. Mm-hmm. Period. It's going to get going. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. There's no questions about it. We will be producing. We will be writing. We will be directing movies, TV shows, X, Y, Z. Period. We'll be launching companies. We're already doing it. Like, this is going to happen. And I'm going to look back. And I'm going to be like, damn, thank God that I got to stay at home with my son for 52 weeks of the year last year. And thank God you aligned yourself with a woman who gave you the ability or who allowed who gave you the, me ability the ability to, do, to do, that. do it in the first place. Thank God, Fiji, you aligned yourself with a woman who who set you up, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying, to achieve what you wanted yeah. to achieve. Yeah. And I think that's that's the that's the that's the that's the key, ladies. Yep. That's the key, ladies. First of all, you need to you need to make sure that you are aligning yourself with who you need to align with. Yep. We're trying to we're trying to make niggas this grandiose <laughs> husband and he's not even for us. Yep. You feel what I'm saying? He's not the one. Yep. So that's that's number one. That's the first key. Second key, don't discredit your value as a woman to speak to the potential of the man that you see him to be. He may not see it for himself, but if you see the, the potential of that man that he is to be, the value that you can bring to him by leading him or pushing him or, you know, encouraging him to that place, mm. like... I I all I hear is success stories of that. Like I'm a better man. My credit score is better because of my wife. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm a better father because of my wife. I know I'm how to better organize. I'm a better organizer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I have better relationships with the with father. my mother. You know what I'm saying? Because of my wife. Like we discredit ourselves, ladies, when we all when we only look at the wallet or you know what I'm saying? Or, or when we only look at some false sense of power, some false sense of power, or when we, when we only want the finished product of a man, mm. like you're not, you, what are we building? You're done. 
Yep. You feel what I'm saying? All you got to do now is retire and collect these checks. Like, what are we building? What are we working towards? You're missing the journey if you're if all you're wanting is a finished product. You can't do Race it. Race into the destination. I told my wife on my wedding day, uh, our first our first dance together as a couple. If y'all know who Grace is, you know who her family is. You know they're very powerful. You know they're very very wealthy, right? I don't come from that flex. I'm not a flex. I'm just I'm setting it up. Boy, married up, boy. <laughs> so basically, we love you, Grace girl. We love you. So basically, <laughs> I remember I was dancing with her to the song, right? And I I remember I looked, went to her and I said it to her, I was like, hey. I can't promise you I'm going to be as rich as your father. Mm. I cannot promise you that. I don't want to set you up for that. But I said, I can tell you this. I will work hard every single day of my life to make sure that I will give you the best life for you, mm. for our children, and for our family, for thousand generations. Amen. All you really got to do as a man is just show up every day. Period. There's most, I deal with mental health. I know Brandon does. I know D does also. There are some days where I'm literally like, dang, I ain't going to lie to you. Today was one of the things, all right. I'm talking about there's days where my alarm wakes up and it rings, and I'm like, Shame it, my boy. On any given day, on any given week, I have three jobs. At the leasing agent, being at the fire department, and playing as a musician at churches. There's some days where I have to go literally back to back to back to back to back, and then have to come back to the podcast on one of those days where I'm just like, I ain't going to lie to you. Tired. Tired. I'm sick. I'm tired. My alarm rang. I'm like, Instead of me being honored to get to go up and take care of my family, I'm kind of like, I'm going to be real with you. Yeah. I don't really want to do it today. I don't yeah. want to do it today. I ain't going to lie to you. I don't want to do it today. But guess what? We show up. I don't have the luxury right now. I show up and I do it and I grip my teeth. I pull my bootstraps up and I get my butt out there and I do it for my, not myself. Period. I do it for my family. And more Period. specifically, the ones you love, I do it man. for Elijah. Period. Because my job as a father, as a parent, is to make sure I leave a better life for him than the one that I have myself. Period. Our son's going to look up to us, Facts. and they're going to look for direction one day. Facts. So we can't be sitting there with our hands Facts. in our pockets. Facts. Trying to figure out. like, I don't know. I know. What I ain't figured out yet, man. I know what it's like going to sports camp and like, or playing soccer or baseball and having the same glove for four years or same cleats for four years when everyone else has all new stuff. I know mm. what that's like. I don't want him to feel that. Yeah. I don't want him to feel that. I wanted to be able to play travel baseball. I wanted to play travel sports yeah. and stuff like that. I, I remember being 23 years old and seeing a mountain for the first time. Mm. I moved to Los Angeles and I was just like, yo. It's crazy. Every day I woke it's up crazy. and it was like I had to pinch myself. Because I'm like, dog. It made me think about everybody that I've known who just don't leave Houston. Yeah. And I'm like, dog, I'm 23 years old and I'm seeing a mountain for the first time because we didn't have a bread to travel like that when I was a kid. Mm. Like being able to, bro, I don't have so many auditions and callbacks from Disney, Nickelodeon and XYZ. And we just couldn't go because we didn't have the money mm-hmm. to go back to Florida, to go to California. Like we didn't have a bread. And so I'm like, yeah, bro, I want X to be 23 and to see the world. Period. That's that's it. Like whatever we didn't have is what we're trying to establish for our kids and the generation underneath us and moving forward. It's like, bro, I want to provide opportunities, period. And not out of a place of lack or trying to make a but out of a place of like wholeness. Yeah. You know. And that's why it's important as even us as friends, and I know that goes to our next topic, but as friends, like when you're building together, 
it's important to understand the roles of each person in your life. Yeah. Because it could be a make or break situation for where you're going and how fast you get there. Mm-hmm. I agree. That was a great segue. Um, Cause we wanted to talk about uh friend work relationships. Um, and uh, we kind of want to tie in the B Simone and Megan story. Um, I don't know if y'all have heard, but I get from, from what I'm hearing um, the no for sure podcast is no more. Um, Sad. It was just here a week ago. Yeah, yeah. It, it happened quick. It happened quick. I think they released some of the some of the last episodes that they already like mm-hmm. pre-recorded. It was like archived. I guess. Yeah, yeah. but um, but yeah. So B Simone and um Megan are not. not I'm not saying they're not friends because they're very much are like friends, and they've been business partners for for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, no, B Simone. Don't think so? B. Simone said it. I don't want to be your friend anymore. I'm not. She I'm a, said. I'm not I didn't gonna, hear I'm that. Not, yeah, she, Until you talked about it in the group chat today, I was yeah, not into it. At I didn't know. Like like they they did a whole know. episode talking about it. The two of them together? The two of them. Oh, that's crazy. Talking word. about it. Mm. I don't. First of all, I that's don't understand real. why they did that. That's crazy. And put it word. out. Because that's the conversation y'all should be having and not including us. That's crazy. But they were talking and she was asking Megan like, how do you feel about, you know, all this going on, you know, us, our friendship. And Megan was like, you know, it's been tough at times and you stupid and you've been tough at times. And I'm like, you know, B Simone was kind of like, Oh, really interesting. And she's like, yeah, you know, we argue in X, Y, Z. And, you know, it's kind of hurtful that you just don't want to be friends anymore. You know, mm-hmm. that you just rather keep it in and B Simone kept saying, I just want to keep it about the purpose. That's what she kept saying. Versus like basically saying, I just want to be business. We'll keep it business. But personally, I just I can't be your friend no more. Mm-hmm. And they're going to therapy now about it. I don't understand how deep a relationship gotta be with somebody friendship wise to where you gotta go to therapy about it. But I mean, they've been friends since B Simone was like nineteen. Because she's her assistant, right? Um, she started as her assistant. Megan assistant. started as her uh, pu- either her publicist or like her uh, like a, personal yeah, assistant or something, something like, like that. that. Just off that by itself, I'm sensing power imbalance, but that's just me though. I don't know. I I listen. That, that's just that's just and, me. And though. I think I'm that's a deeper topic. I think I'm that's a deeper right topic. Is is just like um, the dynamic of friend of the friendship. And then you're taking your friendship and now you're wanting to do wanting to do business with this friend. And um, this is just the dynamics of like how the business side of things can alter the personal side of things. I commend them for wanting to go to therapy because if they're if they're both choosing to go to therapy about this, then they obviously still care about each other. You know what I'm saying? To the point where it's like, all right. You, you, we obviously are not seeing eye to eye, but we both want this. So let's, Mm -hmm. let's try and talk and talk it out and figure out what this is like. And then maybe after therapy, after a couple of sessions or however long they want to go, if they really, if one of them really just like, okay, like I've come to an understanding, but this is still not what I want. Like, then that's fine. 
Um, but so I saw commended on it, that. It, I mean, it doesn't. It didn't seem think, like that. So, yeah. So it wasn't about money, is what I'm gathering. We don't know what don't it was. Know. I don't. I honestly don't know what the reasoning behind uh-huh. it is for them to just not step or you know not even work together or just. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I do think as friends though, like there 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 may be there may come a point where like and I'm trying to think of like in my own life. I don't think I've ever gone in business with a friend, but I have been in situ- in a friend situation. I'm kind of going through a friend situation right now. Um where I'm just like uh one of my friends, one of my, one, she's still my friend in my, in my heart. Um, but we've known each other for 30 years. <laughs> like I'm 30. Well, I wouldn't say 30 years, 25 years. Um, and like, there's no type of communication between me and her. Um, and I'm on the end of like, well, what's going on? You know what I mean? Like, I'm reaching out, I'm texting, I'm calling, no response, you know? And we all have, we both have a lot of, like, mutual friends mm-hmm. together. Um, and, you know... There's no, no like, no explanation. Res- no, no explanation, no response. Are they hanging out with the other friends? Oh, absolutely. Oh, I crazy. saw them on Instagram. That's crazy work. And I'll pull up on them. I'm not that. I mean, I am that type of person to pull up, but I know, I know she's not that type of person to, to like get pulled just, up to on. To get pulled up on. So I'm, I'm, I, out of respect for her, I'm just not gonna do that because I do genuinely <laughs> Which is care smart. about her. Yes, you know what I'm saying. But it's, it's it comes to point in some of these fr- in friendships, especially like long term friendships where it hurts. It, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, people may be in different points in their lives. Like, I know for sure, like, B. Simone is on a spiritual journey. Mm-hmm. She's wanting to uh, find out who Jesus Christ is for herself. And kudos to you, sis, because you're doing it in the public eye. And I know that's not easy. Is she Does she, uh, is she a Christian now? Um, she's been a Christian. Yeah. She just doesn't, she's now pursuing like real relationship. Like, you know, like when you grow up in church yeah. and mm-hmm. you kind of know all the scriptures and things like that, but you're not yeah. living. The amount of big name stars doing that right now, not to cut it, I'll cut you off. Yeah. The amount of big name stars like Jadeon doing it. Kat Von D. Yeah. Kat Von D. That was crazy. Kat Von D. Like, have you been Black like, China. Black China too. Yeah. If you, if you haven't done it, look at Kat Von D and her, uh, the podcast she did, The Lady With. Yeah, that was and a good podcast. She talks about Christianity that was a great podcast. Christians have, are not accepting her at all. I'm going to be real. I actually did get really emotional listening to that. I felt really bad. I Bro. felt. It's crazy. I was just, I was literally like, and even in the comments, even if you go on YouTube and look at yeah. the comments, it's her. Be Simone getting slander too. Trashing her. And they're just like, if you're a real Christian, you get rid of your tattoos. What? Bro. Bro. She. She used to be a part of the cult. She used to yeah, be a practicing bro, witch. She threw away crazy. all her books. She got baptized. Her own husband isn't there, but she's literally saying, I'm praying for him, for his soul to be saved, and he'll come over. I'm like, bro, I don't know what more people got to do. She's, she There's did nothing. it. There's Dion nothing, doing There's it. nothing else she can logic. do. China got her tattoo removed, and she got baptized, too. Bro, and I'm literally look, like, look, yo, dude. this is kind of crazy. I'm logic, here for it. Logic will never, will never come together with legalism. It, yeah, it's, it's so sad. Like bro. when people are so radically like in a mindset, yeah. Like when they're so like radical about a belief, it doesn't matter what you say. Yeah, that makes sense. It's never gonna like land with them. 
And that's why so many people in the church and just Christianity in general frustrate me. Yeah. Like, I understand why so many people clown on us. <laughs> that's true. You know what I'm saying? But at that's the same, true. at the same, I, I understand why people clown on us, but at the same time, I know it, no, nobody clowns on Muslims like that. Nobody right. clowns Jewish, on the Ju- Jewish, Jewish people, yeah. mu- like like yes. Buddhist or they like, don't. you wouldn't dare, bro. And they 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 play with us all the Jesus, time. The name Jesus is a trigger. Yes, for a lot of people. Yeah, and I and I think for the majority, I I just think that when you're looking at this whole situation, I I see B Simone is like a runner, and I see Megan as a chaser, mm. and. I I feel like I've been in this situation, um, but B Simone, the way she was talking, it just felt like very nonchalant. She was just very cool with like not being his girlfriend no more. <laughs> it was yeah. just like, and you could hear the hurt in Megan's voice, yeah, and that really bothered her. And she's like, I just don't understand how you can just like do that. And and I don't know, maybe maybe B is like. Maybe B is just so um, focused, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That, you know. It happens. It happens, you know what I'm saying? That maybe some of the emotion may fall to the wayside. I don't I don't think B doesn't doesn't not love Megan, you know what I'm saying? I feel like there's genuine love there. I just feel like, you know, maybe B Simone is just at a place where she this is too much. It's just too much. Just, I, it might be too just much. Just remember, like, clothes, you can't outgrow friendships. You can't, outgrow friendship you can't, you like can. absolutely. You, you can. Yeah. A lot of people don't want to talk about that. It's really hurtful. Uh, one of my best friends from childhood, I love that dude to death, and us going apart really hurt. It mm. really, really did. It really did hurt me, and I, I felt like I kept reaching out and being like, hey, yeah, come on, dog. Like, I, It's good. We can figure it out. We can figure it out until it got to me to where I was just like, hey. Like we're here now. Like this is it. This is the situation. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. You know? And it it sucks. It hurts. I'm yeah. not gonna lie to you. There's days where I think about them all the time, but it's just like, hey. Yeah. We're in a two different places of time in our lives. It is what it is. Keep it moving, keep pushing. So you with know, that being said, do you do you think it's wise to go into business with a friend like that do you think it's wise do you think it's the best practice or like say you do have an entrepreneurial idea do you think it's better to partner with you know someone who you may not be as emotionally attached to have you watched the the facebook movie no with jesse eisenberg no that you is. haven't you haven't watched social network social no network? i haven't watched it. if you have not watched social network you will understand why i'm saying this okay. don't do it Unless you can have, unless from the jump you're actually being completely open and honest with the people in that group that you're starting something with, don't do it. It's not going to work. Mm. Not going to work. That's why I keep saying mm. earlier where I said about uh, Megan being B. Simone's uh, assistant. Yeah. How, in a sense, in theory, she was under her. Now She wasn't an equal. She was not. Oh, okay. She was not, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, she was down here. She was her assistant. Yeah. Like, oh, you have this today. You have this today. Okay. And then she came up here. In her eyes, she's she's equal, equal B. Simone. Now. But it's B. Simone's eyes, she's like, nah, I brought you here. It changed mm, the dynamic. The dynamic's completely different. Mm, in every I single friend group, that. there's always a dynamic of hierarchy. Doesn't matter if you like it or not, there's always a hierarchy. Now put that friendship into a business standpoint, right? How's mm-hmm. that going to work? Unless you can be open and honest and be like, hey, everything is 50-50, everything mm-hmm. is split. We both have control of the company, yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. If you're just showing up, 
and they're, they're letting them lead everything and stuff like that. When it comes time to make a decision, they don't run it by you. Can you really be offended? Can you really feel like da 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 da? Yeah. In a sense of it like this, 52 is brand, uh, Brandon's, uh, Brandon's brand, right? right? Got brought on. Right. Most things go through Brandon. Why? Because it was his company before. Right. We get brought on basically as a co-host, as someone that things go run through us at the end of the day, Brandon has the final say-so. Right. We both know that. We're both cool with that. Right. Do you think the person before us, if that was something that was happening, do you think that would have been something that was cool with? No. no. Hell And that's no. what I'm saying. That's why, unless you can be a friend... Brandon, stop playing with me. I can see you. <laughs> unless you can actually have an open, honest conversation from the jump. No, I've never been in business in the sense other than this, but I've, as a musician, I've been in friend in yeah. bands with people yeah. that are friends. And that's a thing, too. And that's a thing, never too. never ends well because up. somebody always feels like they yeah. are the main star, that they're the main person. Listen. I remember uh, whenever the first year Bonnaroo came here, and Bonnaroo is something in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. Bonnaroo came here and they were looking for people to open up. I sent them a demo of me singing in my uh, in my garage when I was at Grand Prairie. And I said, on a whim, I was like, this is me. I sent them five songs and I said, these are all the songs that I wrote. These are all original. I can also do covers. If y'all want me to, I can do an, I can do an acoustic set by myself or I can get a full band for you of everybody. Of uh, I didn't tell them who my band was, but I, in my mind I was like, I do have a full band, wishful thinking. And be like, I got a full band for you. I can do it and whatever y'all want me to do. And they were like, all right, cool. Send us the same five songs with the full band. Okay. Cool. I got five of my friends together. And I said, hey, I got an opportunity to play this festival. I need you guys to come through and do me a solid and be a part of my band and sing my songs with me. Mm-hmm. How do you think that conversation went? Because uh, uh, musicians are prideful. And yeah. they're prima donnas. When I tell you that almost <laughs> ruined our when I tell you that almost ruined our friendship. Yeah. I know it did. It was terrible. Because yeah. I was they were like, Well, can we do you think we could sing one of our songs as an opener? No. What I you, asked you to sing my song. They want to hear my songs. I, I thought I just said I was the one that sent the email. Right. And they want to hear these original songs with the full backing track. Yeah. What why would we mm. sing? Why would we open up with your song? Well, I just think like it would be a good opportunity for me to have like some of my music heard, yada yada. I'm like Mm. I, I get that. Already I get that. Right. I get that. But like, <laughs> hey, this is a group effort in a sense of I'm I'm the person that has the name written player. on the test first because like I put I put my I put myself there. Yeah. Well, I really think that we shouldn't sing your song, but I think we should probably sing two of my songs because they're like this would be kind of like the crowd for it. Wow. What do you mean by that? Entitled you don't think it. I can't? So instead of my songs being five songs, it has to be three songs. They said they want to hear the five songs that I sent them with the full band. I now need to start working with the full band to get these songs up the band up to par. Right. With the full band. I wrote these songs as an acoustic song. Mm. I need y'all to help me right now. Right. Yeah, I don't really think I can do that, bro. Like, I think I got to pull out. Why are you pulling out? Well, I don't really feel like it's going to fit in the schedule for what I need to do. And I, I really feel like this could be an opportunity for all of us to grow together. Yada, yada, yada. Right. They can't win their way. They don't want to win at all. That's what mm. I'm saying. Some people will not eat at the table just because you don't want to set the table. Yeah, that's true. And that's when I realized that, like, at the end Ooh, of the day. that's a bar. At the end of the day, there's I cannot have friends do, if I'm making, like, an actual, if I ever decide to go back to doing music, like, that full-time yeah. pursuit again, I can't use my close, close friends. I can use mm. people that I know from churches, but I can't use my actual core group of friends because that, yeah. that one hurt. That one yeah. hurt a lot. That so you think it's better to keep the friend where where they need to be and then like but what okay so uh, devil's advocate what like what if what if your friend um like really has the ability to like 
get, you know what I'm saying? Like maybe they have the mind or the mm-hmm. organizational skills or the administrative skills or even the connects to, you know what I'm saying, to maybe get where you want to be or mm-hmm. um, like so, so you bring them along as like, hey, like mm-hmm. I really need you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like it's do you dynamic. feel like is there, you feel like there is, because Fiji I feel like is like, Cut no, but I feel like is there is there There's, a great I'm, area? I'm the other way. Yeah, I'm on the other other side of that. Uh, um, depends. So I had a friend, somebody who I consider my best friend. Yeah, what's his name? Um, if you have been following Fifty Two, you know who this individual is. He's the person that I started this podcast with. Um, back in 2018. Yeah. I thought it was 2017. Was it? Well, I was doing this kind of like on my own uh, in 2017. And then I officially just jumped in on it in 2018. And me and this individual were best friends. We met in LA. I moved back to Texas. He moved back to Texas with me. Um, Is that honey? Is that honey? it, It has a hint. Okay. And. Basically, our relationship got to a point, and it, it, it's kind of half what I'm saying and kind of a little bit what you're saying, yeah. how how some friendships have, like, this hierarchy, and it's not intentional. Yeah. And a lot of it's not, in, like, I think intentional. More, I think some of that is, like, personality. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, some yeah. friends yeah. are more loud and more yeah. extroverts, and you know what I'm saying? They have these big personalities. And, thinking about, and think some about friends it are now, just more... You most definitely were, the, like, the more outspoken and... That individual most definitely well, was more of like the I was the, the more I'm the I was the more aggressive. Yeah, you're the more background. forward. You were the yeah. more forward. One. Like people loved people loved this individual. You know what I mean? Like yeah. people loved him. Yeah. But we were great at what we did and for two different reasons. Like I was really good with business and coming up with ideas and executing them. He was really good with the people side. People side. Yeah, he was. He enjoys meeting and talking to people. Connecting. I do too, but not as much as this person. Yeah. You know what I mean? And our relationship got to a point, and I think this is the thing. It's it's either people get jealous or people feel have a fear of being left behind. Mm. And you want to know the day where that went down? I can tell you exactly where it happened, went down. The exact thing that you're talking about right now? What happened? It was back during COVID. We went to the house in Bishop Arts and we were filming the whole, we were trying to do the documentary for the Black Lives Matter podcast. After that, we were done. We went to Norma's Cafe. You remember that? I remember it's going to Norma's Cafe. You not remember the conversation that went down? No. So much went down. It was insane. We'll talk about that offline. So much went down. I'm not going to go into details about it, but. Give me, give me a vague version. You. Basically, you ended the conversation of you, like, telling him, like, he needed to, like, do more by saying, toodaloo, mofo. You literally said, toodaloo, mofo. Because <laughs> I started laughing so hard because I've never heard that in my life. I, bro, I promise I, you. I know Okay, first of all, first of all. No, 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 no. Time out, time out, time out, time out. I wasn't even there and I know he said it. I know he did. I I know that was said because I say toodaloo, mother. Because that's what I'm saying. Because I remember I never heard you say that, and then you said it, and I was just like, "Did he just say toodaloo, mofo?" Toodaloo. What? And we I was, ended up we ended up getting into it that night. You got it. Wasn't more of like I feel like ew. He questioned something, and you were kind of like, "Nah, like that's the way we're doing it." And then you basically were just like, "Yo, if you don't really like it the way you're like, like it's like this, 
it is what it is. Either be cool with it or move on or just we're not just going to speak about it. And he was kind of just like, okay, maybe I will. Maybe I will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you were just oh, like, and I was like, toodaloo. Yeah, you were like, toodaloo. And I remember looking at you because it was at the table. It was me, you, Grace, Blake. Um, what's that? Uh, I forgot his name. The light skinned dude that went to Howard. Oh, Ryan. Ryan was Ryan there. Ryan was there. And I remember looking at everyone at the table is kind of looking because it, it's normal. So it's like there's like a big old like gap in between. Mm-hmm. So some of us are at one table over here. Some of us are at one table over here. But we're all like having a conversation right here. And we're all just kind of just like. Because it got mad awkward. And I remember being like, okay, boom, that's it right there. That was, that showed me like when they were talking about it for no reason at all in my mind, I was like, I know exactly when that happened. I know exactly when the hierarchy started flipping. I know exactly whenever the power dynamic and shit changed out of nowhere. And from that day, we're being for real, the relationship was never the same. I think no. it only lasted after that, like three and a half more months and everything went well, down. The, well, the, then it the, got this, wild. He was out. The, the, the start of it was when I got married. Yes. Yeah. When I got married is when everything kind of started going downhill. I agree. And me and him had a conversation because he was my roommate. At the time, in the house, I had just moved all my stuff out. It was just him left. And we had a conversation of, like, hey, man, if you're, if this is where, because I can feel the distance. Mm-hmm. And y'all know me. I'm a forward person. I have no problem with confrontation. And so I was like, hey, like, yo, if this is where we're going, it's cool if we're not. I had to be Simone take. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, mm-hmm. like, we don't have to be friends. Yeah. Like, We've been friends for a long time. Obviously, things are different. Things have changed. X, Y, Z. Like, I'm cool if you, if we just kind of like just be cordial, mm-hmm. but we're not really friends. Mm-hmm. It's like, nah. Like, I want, I want to, I want to work on the X, Y, Z. So we try to work on it for the remainder of the year. It didn't even last till August. Yeah, you know what I mean. And for me, it's just like I think that once Fifty Two launched in the middle of COVID. I feel like that idea, once you, like you said, once you start doing things secretly, you know, he started doing his own thing, mm-hmm. but doing it secretly. Mm-hmm. And that, and I called him out on it. And I don't care if you're doing anything. Go, go, go do your thing, bro. I would love to support you. Mm-hmm. You know, but the fact that you were being sneaky about it, the fact that you're kind of like trying to be secretive about it. And other people are telling me because they told him, like, hey, let's tell B so he knows that we're doing this on the side of what we're doing. And it was like, ah, nah, like, nah, like. And I feel like that's where something happened with those two individuals, with B, Simone, and Megan, to where whether it's a hierarchy, whether it's um, they just argue a lot. Mm-hmm. Because it came down to the point where, you know, I, me and this individual had a long conversation and it was me just basically saying, hey, you know, we've been friends for a long time. I appreciate everything you've done for me as a friend. Um, I appreciate all the stuff that you've sacrificed for me. You know, been a been great three, four, however many years it was. And I was like, but we do, we fight a lot, bro. We argue a lot. And I was like, and at this point, I don't think that it's beneficial if we continue being friends. And I feel like that's where B. Simone and Megan got to, to where they were arguing and they were at odds so much Mm -hmm. that. It was probably doing a lot, like mentally, like stress-wise. It it became like a. 
Yeah. Like, I got to prepare myself to be around this person. Mm. And I feel like that's why, and because for me, I got love for this individual. I didn't want to completely cut you off, which is why I was like, we can keep it cordial. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We can still do business X, Y, Z, but the buddy-buddy stuff that we always did once before, like, it, we won't be there anymore. You know? And it was just like, nah, let's work on it. And it just wasn't, it wasn't working. Yeah. And I feel like you said, like, you outgrow friendships, and I feel like we outgrew each other at that point, yeah. you know? And you have to have that maturity to come to that point and handle it a specific way. Yeah. And I don't think B. Simone's way is healthy because it's okay to feel. Yeah. Because I'm that person. I, I think that way. And so I was like, yeah, bro, like, it's cool if we're not friends. Yeah. But when it actually came down to the act of really cutting the friendship off, it was a hard conversation. Like, I talked to my moms about it. My moms knows this individual well and got her opinion on it just so she can give me some wisdom on the situation. Bro, I didn't text this man for, like, three weeks because I was trying to figure out the words and how I wanted to go about it. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, dog, I shared Little Caesar's Pizza with this nigga for when we was broke as hell. You know what I mean? Like me and bro put our little monies together to go buy ramen noodles. So we got food in the crib when we was living in LA, like bro was living in his car. And as soon as I got my spot, I was willing to share my space with him. So like our relationship, we done went through the mud together. Yeah. You know what I mean? So when you get to that point, it's hard to deal with, which is why I think, B. Simone went into run mode and Megan being the empath that she is went into chase mode with you and your situation. Your friends in run mode, you're in chase mode. Mm. What's going on? What happened? And now the person's just kind of like, now nah, we good. It is what it is. Let it be what it be. But that's us being immature and being cold because we don't, we don't want to deal most likely with our part into why the relationship isn't working. Mm. I think it was just a trauma response. That's insight for me because I, like, I feel I'm in a better place with it now, but I know definitely in the beginning, like, when it first, like, it impacted me a lot. Like, yeah. Like, a lot. And it's okay. And I was just kind of like, dang, like, you know, I, I'm I'm the type of person who I will always preach, like, don't let nobody have that much power over you. Like, you know, boo-boo-boo. Easier said but than done. Exactly. Like, I never thought I would be in this situation with her. Um, and I bet, and I and I guarantee you, if it's not eating at her now, it's going to eat at her at some point. That's not. I that's what I'm saying. That. You just got to deal with that trauma response. Like, it's it's easy to make a decision in the moment. It's really easy to make like a statement and be like, you know what, like I right, I'm good with that, go with it. Just to like save face. Yeah. But then that's what I'm saying, like the way Brandon did as much as he didn't want to have the conversation with them, like taking time to figure out what he wants to say, not speak out of anger, to speak out of like, you know, rationality. Mm-hmm. Again, as good as that conversation could have been, I don't think that's something that should have been aired. Yeah. I think that's mad inappropriate on both of their parts. I, I mean, C O E, bro. Like content I said, over I everything. feel I feel B is on this wave of like I'm just gonna put everything out. Everything out, like the good, the bad, the raw, and the ugly. Where, like y'all are gonna see my journey to the Lord. Okay, Coe man, and that's where <laughs> everything is content. And Brandon, I was talking about this earlier, like off air, where we were talking about like how 
social media, especially in a sense of women social uh, social media creators and content creators okay. stars and stuff like that, like how unattainable it is and how mm. drastically gross it is to be like have one your social media be your one your whole life. I'm really excited to see. I'm excited and scared to see what social media is going to be. The studies that's going to be done in the next 15 years or so. Mm. Boy, because I want to see those kids that are like kids like our age, like our our son's age, right? Like that mm-hmm. one, two, three, four, five year olds that actually grew up with social media from them being big and like tablets and tablets and, and stuff. Like I mean, that. you could yes. already see it now. Yeah. You can see it now, but I those kids they had to like they were like the five kids and are, six and, like we did, and I'm sorry, we did, we did. I'm gonna say it. Coco Melon is demonic. Miss Rachel gang. Yeah. Miss Rachel gang. I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, my boy? Miss Rachel gang. Y'all, y'all need to turn put it out. in, put it in, put it in. in. <laughs> y'all need to turn off that cocoa melon, okay? That stuff is demonic. It's Miss Rachel, it's Blippi, and Mika in my crib. Hey, man, I, I got it. I got my son. A little bit of Bluey in there. Bluey's Blue, all right. I rock with Bluey. Blue I rock with Bluey. But that coke. That, yeah, I don't do Coco Melon. Or Miss Peppa Pig. I don't do that either. You hey, guys on the Peppa hey, Pig train right now? Hey, no. Peppa. But he got, <laughs> nope. he got in trouble. Well, he didn't get in trouble, but he got he went to Florida with my family when we went to Alaska. So he was in Orlando, and he went to Peppa Pig World, and this kid lost his mind at Peppa Pig World. I'm going to show you the video. <laughs> this boy, like, Peppa Pig's doing her little thing, right? This boy, Elijah, gets up, gets a bag of chips, gets his little sippy cup, goes back down to the couch, lays on his back, he starts looking at her dance like this, oh even on his back. <laughs> and he's looking at the camera like this and keeps on eating. And I was just like, this boy has to like keep work 40 hours a week for Bro. this vacation. Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig teaches kids how to do name calling. That's why we don't work. Yeah, it does. Yeah, because she's it bad. She, she's she she's bad. the Caillou. She's, she's the Caillou of this generation. Caillou do go crazy, though. Caillou was a was a pain in the ass. Caillou was pet like Caillou no Caillou was a ball head ass boy. Did you know he had Peppa cancer? Pig, he did have he cancer. cancer. He had cancer. He has cancer. Caillou the had cancer. The reason why his parents would let him do whatever he wanted to do is because he had cancer. He and had they knew cancer. He, was dying. he had terminal he was illness. The only kid in that show that did not have hair. He had terminal had illness. Yeah. He didn't even have eyebrows. Yeah, that boy, that boy had cancer. He was dying. He that's had no wild. eyebrows. That's why he his had grandparents nothing. were always visiting him. That's why he always got everything he wanted. Yo, you messed yeah, he me was up. sick. Yeah, exactly. See? That's like Caillou the rugrats. That's like the rugrats. Brandon don't like. Yeah. Brandon doesn't like people with cancer. He just said it. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Get out. <laughs> Get out. Uh, that's my only bad take for look, the whole day. That's no, look, listen, take. listen. Only bad take. I, I have my son on Out of the Box. I have my son on. He he watches Miss Rachel. Yeah. But Out of the Box, Bluey. Yeah. Like, all the old school stuff. PBS, yeah. like, I'm bringing all of them. All of them. Because we, we don't need the rest of. Between the Lions. Yeah. Wildcrats. Reading Rainbow. Like, all that Veggie stuff. Tales. No. Veggie Tales. Dragon Tales. Dragon Tales. Dragon Tales. McGee and Me. Yeah. Oh, McGee and Me. Come on, son. Disney Plus need to put Three, Famous two, one, Jack Jackson penguins? on there. Come on, son. I'm I'm still waiting on them to put Famous Jack Jackson on there, but ooh, that'd be crazy. Yeah, they, cool. I'm waiting on that to get put on Disney Plus. I don't know why it's not. On I need Bob. Rest in, in peace, life. though. Okay, but back to it. I think I think just to wrap up this topic because we do have one more topic to go to, and that's what we'll we'll close on. But um, I think it all in all, like I think it just takes a level of discernment. Like, yeah, you know. There are people, there are friends that you know 
you shouldn't be going in business with because they bad with money because they're liars <laughs> because yeah. you know what i'm saying because they're irresponsible they lose their keys they lose, all the time you know what i'm saying like there are those are there are those friends that you know good and well that you shouldn't mm-hmm. do business with mm-hmm. um and there are also friends who you know those could be very beneficial um times you know what i'm saying like y'all could Y'all coming together in business could actually elevate both of you guys' lives. Um, I think it takes a level of uh, discernment. I also think it takes a level of knowing your people, like you said, like knowing the people that you have around you. Um, yeah. Especially if it's your entity, like you don't want to surround yourselves. I think you. I think it's important to surround yourself with leaders, but it's also important to find to to surround yourself with people who um there the, the pastor Darius Daniels put it like perfectly like there are people there are people who are kings and then there are people who are king builders yeah you know what i'm saying people who are comfortable in themselves enough to know like i can i can give my all to this and you succeed and you get this to where you where you need it to be and I'm content in who I am and the gifting that God gave me and knowing that I you know I used my gifting and my, and my support to get you to where you need to be you know what I'm saying yeah. and it doesn't speak on who I am as a person or it doesn't speak on my abilities and things like that yeah I think it's a good mix of those people um I don't know. I don't have a lot of entrepreneur entrepreneur friends. I maybe have like three. I think I got like two. Three or four. Mm. I think it's three. You, the, the two, and then like um, the wayward owners, uh, mm. Noah, yeah, Carolyn Irby, yeah, and their business partner. I think that's really just the only two people I know that own a business. If I'm being real, yeah, I think that's it. Mm. I know it's like, yeah, it's just, it's just the the, the dynamic of like. Who our relationships are, you know where we've been at. Yeah, I mean it's a, it's like me by default. I mean I lived in LA for three years, so yeah. you gotta That's you gotta be an entrepreneur to live in LA. That's really <laughs> Boy, how much was your rent whenever you had that apartment out there? How much was that? Well, I had roommates, so my portion of rent was like six eighty. Oh, that's not too bad. Like, but it was legit. probably like three or four of y'all living in that four house. Of us. See, four of us in a two bedroom, two bath. So two to a room. Sheesh. Yeah. But I lived a mile off the beach. I know it smelled crazy in there, though. No. In the house, no? No. Oh. Listen, I done Every, set foot in some men's houses, and it's real sour. Everybody, okay. it, nah, everybody ain't like that. Real stale up in there. I, I was going <laughs> to say, I know whenever I had my, <laughs> nah, my, my boy Dylan, when I had a, uh, my first apartment out of high school, that place smelled crazy. Place smelled Y'all crazy. crazy. All right. You can't have no girls coming over to the crib. <laughs> Girl, it, your, was, uh, it was Grace. Apartment smell like toe jam. That boy trying to get me caught up. It was Grace. Toe jam and <laughs> Xbox controller. Crusty ass. Boy, what? <laughs> smell like them dang. Uh, Y'all crazy. Them dang, what the joysticks? <laughs> smell like a sweaty joystick in here. Uh, what? <laughs> smell like wet socks. All Ugh. right. So before we wrap, uh, we want to talk about probably the lightest topic <laughs> that we have on our uh, pause. Oh, no, that's fine. Anyway, um, we want to talk about the last thing that we want to talk about. It's very lighthearted, but it kind of blew up uh, on IG. Yeah. And (laughs) I just thought it was just funny to talk about. So 
And to be honest, I had no idea who this man was. No? Like, I really? don't, I don't have a TikTok. Like, Instagram is my only social media platform. Mm-hmm. I can't overstimulate myself with that. Like, I would literally go crazy. Yeah. Um, but TikTok, TikTok is very like that's his place. Overstimulating. Yeah. <sighs> Uh, very overstimulated. I have it. It's very easy to and go nigga, down. And niggas don't read, so nah. uh-uh. it, it's I can't it's easy that. to get on TikTok and and get lost for like an hour. I think the last time I used TikTok religiously was during COVID, and I, I have it on my phone. But like people send me TikToks all the time. I, I didn't get okay, I didn't get on TikTok for real. To and this I don't year. use it. So if you send me stuff on TikTok, I'm not gonna open it. You yeah. gotta send it to my actual message. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not with all the social media platforms, but. If you are on TikTok, then you know who Keith Lee is. Like I said, I didn't know who this man was. I didn't know what the hype was. I'm like, yeah. I'm thinking like, I don't know. like Ex MMA fighter. Right, yeah. or like, he like a, I don't know. Like, he said, rescue some child out of a burning building or something. Like, I, I had no idea who this man was. But apparently, he went to Atlanta. Um, <laughs> good old Atlanta. To mm. go get some food, and Terrible he idea. had an experience trying to get said food, and um, you know his platform is uh, food reviews. So he did a review on his experience at this restaurant, and it kind of blew up. You know, there's a slew of people who was like, "Yes, like." Glad somebody ex- finally exposed Atlanta for, you know, the trash food culture. And then there are others who are like, you know, as a black man to tear down another black establishment, like you are an enemy of progress. And Boom. Yeah. That's retarded. <laughs> Boom. It was, it was literally retarded. just like Boom. polar opposite if responses. If your food is trash, I don't care if you're black, white, or Asian. It's trash. Like, I don't know. Like, I, that's one of the biggest things. Scared, are you scared of the mic? Was, that's one of the biggest things. That's one of the biggest things for me is like if your only thing riding for you is like, oh, go support this black owned business. I don't even want to sit up here and say that the food was bad because I don't think the food was He didn't bad. even get the food. He didn't get the food. The service was just trash, which makes the food become trash. No. That's not it. There, okay. I can't go all that Fun way. Fact. I can't go all the way with that one. I, I can't. Can. I can't. If, if I walk into your establishment and from the jump, you're already like being rude. You're not. Obviously, there's a disconnect between the customer service. There's been multiple times I walk into a restaurant, even in Texas. It's not really good. The customer service is trash, trash and terrible. Guess what I'm doing? Hey, y'all got it. Y'all have a good one. But you can't speak on the food. You, you can't speak it. on the food. If your attitude is trash, why would I want your food? It's going to be trash. Anyway. Nah, because nah. Waffle House, Waffle House attitude be Terrible. That is, holy, that is a holy, though. blessed place. I don't care who it is. It don't matter. I want, if I walk to a Waffle House and they're nice, I don't want the food. Fiji is so red, y'all. He's Bro, so red. He, he has no, like, consistent, <laughs> like, motto of so life. Red. It's just, it's here no, sometimes. Like, it's no. here sometimes. Yeah, no, but for yeah. real, but for real. I had a Waffle House today. Personal experience. So, me and my friend Peyton, shout out to my girl, period. So uh, we cool. she had made reservations for me and her to go to what is it culture kitchen and, no kitchen and cocktails uh, the one in downtown true true, true ki- yeah true kitchen and cocktails yeah so 
I we I was like I've always wanted to go like I'm I'm big on soul I'm, I'm not I don't want to say I'm big on soul food but I like well I like trying new things especially if like people are like hey this food is like really really good I've seen pictures of like their lamb chops and things I like how they played it I like the fact that it was a black owned establishment so I'm like all right like let's try it so she called in made reservations we got there at we got there maybe like seven seven minutes prior to our reservation time because we were advised to come earlier you know maybe there's struggles with parking the whole nine our reservation was scheduled for 5 30 we get there they don't have a table and I'm like literally when you make a reservation, you are reserving mm-hmm. a table. That's the that's point. literally mm-hmm. the whole point of making a reservation. But it was like it was it was a little busy, so I'm like, all right. So maybe they're just waiting on people to get up because maybe they just didn't have time. Because you know, black people they do like to sit a while and talk and talk after the food. Is you gone. know, after the food been gone, yeah. you know what I'm saying? They just winding down on their drinks. So we were told to go upstairs to the upper patio, whatever, and just have a seat. Someone will come if we want drinks or whatever. We can just order a drink and then our table will be ready soon. Cool. Mm-hmm. So we go upstairs and there was another group of women who were up there. And it's like, dang, they sent y'all up here too. And I was like, wait, what you mean? That's like, we had reservations. I was like, what time was your reservation? And I, they was like, we had reservations for 445. And I'm like, y'all, it's 530. At this point, it's almost like six o'clock. So y'all been up here for an hour and a half. They was like, yeah, like somebody came and got us and got us drink orders and stuff. And they brought the drinks, but nobody ever came back. Nobody ever did. I'm like, Mm-mm. okay. I'd have been gone after yeah. minute so, 29. After 30 minutes, it's insane <laughs> if you being for real though. So they would have had to hear had, from me. But they had the drinks. <laughs> they're from out of town. Uh-huh. I think they're from Memphis. So they was like, well, we're it was here. the experience. So they were just it was the experience. So mm-hmm. we're just here just to ride along, whatever. Um, so we me and Peyton kind of just have a seat. And I want to say maybe like 35 minutes go by. Maybe like 40 minutes go by. And I'm like, okay, hold on. At this point, the other ladies have finished their drinks. And they, I think they left. I think they left. That's crazy. I think they left. They were there for almost two hours and never got seated. Bonkers. I think I think they finished their drinks and I think they went on. Bonkers. Went on to another restaurant. I ain't got so the patience. Peyton, mm-hmm. Peyton being the person that she is, she was like, I will be right back. So she went back downstairs. I think she spoke to a manager. Manager came up, like, talked to us, woo, woo, woo. There's like, listen, I'm really sorry. We don't have a table. However, we can go ahead and place you guys at the bar. I'm like, all right. Like, I'm okay with the bar. Like, I eat at the bar sometimes. I'm okay with that. So we go down there to the bar. It took the bartender. We're looking at the bartender. We're looking at her. And there's like multiple of them. It took it took one of them at least ten minutes just to come up and be like, "Hey guys, what do you, like? Are y'all you good? Like, what do y'all want?" And I'm like, "Why did it take y'all so long?" I asked her. I was like, "Why did it take you so long As to you come and have. like talk to us?" And she was like, "Oh well, I was well, you know, we doing shift change, and so we do." I said, "But I I I saw you." <laughs> We made eye contact. Like, I, I, I literally saw you this entire time. Yeah, what you were doing, up, like you over here playing around, you was dancing. Whoop, mm, 
whatever whatever this dance is at the time, whatever that is. Yep. How doing it, TikTok. It, was, it, was, it was 2021. 2021. We went in 2021. So it was during the COVID uh, era? Yeah. yeah. Mm, okay. Post-COVID, you know, people just have to be outside. Yeah, yeah. people was finally getting people back People finally out. getting outside, you know. I was outside the whole time I was about flight. So she was like, well, I apologize, you know, woo, woo, woo. She ended up giving free, she gave us free shots. Me and Peyton, we got a free shot. Mm-hmm. And then she made our drinks and then we ordered our food. We waited another hour for our food. That's insane, B. Was the but food even good? When I tell you that food was bussing. Okay, that's. It was bussing. Brandon, could you do that? Could you wait an it hour was, and a half for you to get your food? It was bussing. Like, I don't think I could do it, D. I, I legitimately don't listen, think I could. Listen, listen, listen. Food was amazing. I've never been back to that restaurant again. Because yeah. regardless, of, like, I'm, I'm the type of person, I want the full experience. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, the food may be great, but it took, we got, we sat down and ate at 7.15, our reservations were two and a half hours ago. We could have been gone by 6.30. You feel what I'm saying? Mm. And I think I think what Keith Lee experienced in Atlanta is sadly what I feel a lot of people experience when they go to a Black-owned restaurant. Um, I, I am one to support Black-owned businesses, mm-hmm. Because we are, we we make up what maybe two percent, five percent of you know entrepreneurship and things like that. Um, and I, and I, and I, and not to say that all black owned businesses are like this. And I don't. And I'm just low key speaking to service industry. Um, I think there's a level of customer care, customer service that we lack. As black people, mm. um, we don't care about, you know, staff development. <laughs> we don't care about, you know, decorum, like what's acceptable and what's not acceptable in front of guests. <laughs> like, we don't care about those things. I should not be going out to brunch and hear a Megan Thee Stallion song come on and everyone's throwing booty while I'm trying to eat my waffles. Okay, coochie juice all in your, all in your grits. It's crazy. Have you seen the videos? Have you seen the videos? <laughs> I've Trap. seen the video. I'm not gonna lie to you. There's a at the, but at the same time, like there's a there's a point to it. If it's like a trap and brunch, I get it. That's fully acceptable. Because that's the environment. That's the environment that's the that environment. you're going for. Absolutely. If I go to a cute little brunch boutique spot that's playing music and they play this music is going on, it's like on a playlist, and then out of nowhere, Megan Thee Stallion come on. And then out of nowhere, you feel like the need to hop on the side of the table, on top of the table, start throwing booty. Yeah. The quorum. Yeah. The quorum. What are you doing? As an employee, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to hold those same standards to guests because uh, people just don't have home training. Point blank. Period. I hold them in the same standard. People if, don't have. If these I've been to a restaurant before where that happened. I That's did not crazy. go back because one, as a management company, well, I'm saying, was the staff doing that or were the guests doing it? All of them, it? and mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. I'm like, bro, time and place. There's a family right there with children. Okay, like I said, I don't, I don't hold it's that gross. standard to those guests because, like I said, people don't have home training. They yeah. know they finna come in, get a drink or two, get turned up, and then go home. But if you're working there, 
Yeah. Like that's that's a different thing. Like you're on the clock. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? There are things yeah, that but need that's to some, be done. That's some people's here. culture. Twerking shouldn't be the culture. <laughs> but like Top Golf, when I worked at Top Golf, like we had DJs every Friday night. So, boy, turn up. Wobble, come on! Everybody hitting the wobble down the T line. Like you know, what I'm saying that's different. That's the thing we're saying. But that's why I'm saying like. But that's why I'm saying like. Twerking's is different. For me personally, I don't want to have to work for my food. Agree. I wouldn't, I would, as soon as me being there for an hour, I'm not going to make it to see if the food busting or not. That's true. And and I drive my wife nuts because I'm so confrontational that I'll fire, (laughs) I'll fire up the entire staff before I walk out. They going to know how I feel. (laughs) They going to know what I think. And they gonna know how I'm gonna proceed moving forward. That's just me, but I do believe that as black people, we have a we have a lack of desire to provide excellence. I agree. Which is why I I I hate that whole statement of I just support everything black. Like when they when they boycotted the the Oscars for being racist, no. That was Will job. Smith's concussion movie just wasn't good enough to win an Oscar, Jada. It just wasn't good. Well, just with that terrible good. African accent. But anyways, I think that there's good. things that we do that aren't worthy of the praise that we think we should get. Yeah. Outside of the Spike Lees <laughs> and the Jordan Peels and the Denzel Washingtons, who really out here moving in a way that we should be in the same conversation as the Jeff Bezos and the Leonardo DiCaprios right, and right, you know what I'm saying? Like right. even even Slutty Vegan, like Slutty Vegan is not. I, I didn't have a great experience there either. You know what I'm saying? Like my in Atlanta, yeah. Because here in Dallas, it's great. I haven't been to the one here in it's Dallas amazing. yet. But like when I went to the one in Atlanta, like I get it. These places are busy. But I feel like a lot of times as black people and as minorities in general, we like to cut corners. I agree. And I it's like, I oh. Know, bro, because like even in the sense we live in Texas, we're going to like taquerias and stuff like that all around the corner. And they be. And I they go be, to the neighborhood taqueria and I get the best food of my life. Listen, yeah, but. I, no, 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 When I go to, when I go to these hole in the wall Mexican spots, like in Deep Ellum going to uh, El Rico and Tapatillo's. Yeah. When I go to Taps, Taps yeah. I get service. Yeah, yeah. I get one, my, I get right seated. Right? Yeah, I get yeah. seated quick. Yeah. I get my food quick. To go to the you I never understand. have to flag down a waitress yeah. or a waiter to get my drink refilled. Right, I don't have to do none of that. On it. You don't I can be, a word she's saying. I can, be, with my <laughs> one-year-old, I can be in and out of that restaurant in 45 minutes Facts. from now. Full and fed. What are we talking about? That's what I'm saying. Like, whenever you're talking about, like, uh, you said you, the reason why I had to, like, say, make that statement is because he started, started talking about minorities doing it. And I was like, I don't know, because I've been to some mom and pop Asian restaurants. I've been to some mom and pop taco places. Superb service. But I've been to some that suck. Facts, I agree. Facts. I have been to some that suck. But at the same time, no one's supporting them. Like the black community is saying, oh, it don't matter. Support black owner. I'm just like, no. If it but, sucks, it sucks. But, uh, but I'm not gonna. <laughs> say, but I'm is. not gonna sit here and cap and say like tap it, taps. Like, why do I have to keep paying my food as I leave the door? You don't like that? No, I like that. It's easy for me. No, for me, I'm like, I'm like, that's what that's what I mean by cutting corners. 
like in Atlanta, it's popular for them to be open three days a week. I just so I found and, out about that on Twitter. I didn't realize that was a thing. Yes, it's a thing. And it's also popular for them to be like, oh, we don't do takeout orders. Yeah, it's becoming more of a thing. I think it, I think a level of exclusivity is what they're trying to reach. Like, I think dumb, and I think right? that's what Keith Lee experienced. Because like after that first restaurant where he didn't get food, he went to another restaurant, and it was almost the same experience until somebody cause realized who he, yeah, that he was. Yeah, because it was because he never goes. I, I I read this. He doesn't ever go mm-hmm. himself. Like he sends, he his, sends his, people his, his to mom go, and his, his mom and his family yeah. to go and get the food. You know what I'm saying? So people mm-hmm. aren't like. You know what I mean? Tripping out. And the minute they was like, oh, this is for Keith Lee, like, everything switched. Like, on the phone, it was no uh, no reservations, no takeout. We're only open from this time to this time, mm-hmm. and we're already booked. Mm-hmm. But then we, we got an hour Keith and a half Lee. wait. Right. But, but now I'm dropping my name, and it's like, oh, we'll have this ready for you in 20 minutes. And it's like. Well, he, he went into the restaurant. Yeah. He, he, he heard that it was an hour and a half wait in XYZ. And he was just so annoyed that he got out of the car, went inside, and then all of a sudden he did, he took some pictures with some people, and then all of a sudden they had the table ready. Question. He said, wait, how was you able to sit me in five minutes when you just told my mom and my sister that, that it was no an hour room. and a half Right. Week? The video that got posted of him arguing with someone outside, which restaurant was that? Was that restaurant one or two? Or I three? think that was Candy. Uh, yeah, that was, was, that that was that, Candy's restaurant. Is that the one that they posted a video of him, like him and the whole family was like looking sophisticated at the restaurant? No, was, that's you know not what I'm that. Talking about? Nah. That's not you that. You know what I'm talking about, though? I do know what you're talking so about, but that's not he that. He went to one restaurant and he gave them a bad review. They gave him the same service. Mm-hmm. And that same family, like it was like him, it was like it's $2 and like the owner of the restaurant, they're all like dressed like really like uppity, basically. Mm-hmm. And they're like, she's like, hey, dad, Keith Lee gave us a bad review. And the dad with the cigar in his mouth is like, who the heck is Keith Lee? Like that, like being mad petty. And I remember just being like. Oh, I did see and that And I remember video. just being like, bro. Like, they were making it in response. Yeah, in response. Yeah, 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 yeah I, I did see that. Like, bro, like. I did see you that. You wouldn't have to do all that. But no, that that situation was not from that, from that restaurant. Okay. Yeah, no. that was just one of the restaurants he gave a bad review for. Uh-huh. But like, he's been getting hella hella uh, death threats and yeah, from like, Atlanta people, which yeah. is crazy. Yeah. I didn't realize though, Atlanta food scene was that crazy. It isn't. That. I didn't realize that. It is not. So what is it? It is it's exclusive. Atlanta has some of the worst food culture in the entire country. Of all the major cities, uh-huh. Atlanta has some of the worst food. I'm not joking. You mean you mean as far as like service or just the food all itself? All of the above. Okay. I've never been to Atlanta and had good service. I've never been to Atlanta and had like amazing food paired with a good service. Like I've had bus and food, but it was always a, a hassle to get it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they they open three hours. On the, or the line all the way out the door because y'all can't, y'all got ten chairs in here. You know what I'm saying? Like it's always something, bro. Like, bro, I lived in California. L.A. has some of the best Mexican food, some of the best restaurants. I've been been to Miami. I've been to I, from Houston, Dallas. Like I'm all over New Orleans, like New York, good Chicago. Food. It's good food. Like there's food everywhere. In Atlanta, it's just ugh. See, I've never, I've been to Atlanta, but I don't think I've been to an extent to where I'm like, all right, I'm finna go. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've been to I've Atlanta, been to Atlanta, but I haven't been, been like in a, Atlanta. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. Anytime I go through Atlanta, I'm like, I'm driving through 
I think Grace and I went on our baby moon. We had to go through to get to Carolina. We had to go through Atlanta. Yeah. And we ended up just getting checkers because I love checkers. <laughs> Don't you dare. I love checkers. I do love checkers. checkers. Them fries is Brandon, fire. what? Brandon, why are you making that face I at checkers, like checkers right now? Checkers, rallies. I'm with it. I'm with it. You're telling me right now a bacon cheeseburger with a banana shake and some fries don't sound smack right now. He's saying not from checkers. A banana shake? A ba- you haven't had it, so you can't It's say. good. Grace be. used to make that same exact face as you. It's good. And I got be. the banana shake. And Out she was all like, the burger spots it. in the in the world. That's rank number Checkers? one. Checkers? Nah. Rank number one. I'm not if we're talking, if we're talking fast one. food, if we're talking fast food, we're talking fast food here. Did you just wait, whoa, 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 whoa. Nah, fast food? I'm, what, what, wait, wait, I'm not ranking them number one. Whoa, 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 whoa. You just said number rallies one. is the number one fast no, food whoa, burger. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Rallies. Checkers. Dude, I said checkers. Checkers and rallies is the same. They're the same. They're the same. It's the same thing. Diabolical. Bro. It's the same. Diabolical. Fiji is insane. Diabolical. It is checkers. Checkers. Whataburger, Carl Jr.'s. Anyway, so Fast so food. for the people in Atlanta, <laughs> our unexpert un our unsolicited um <laughs> That's crazy. Un, un inexperienced self. Um and if and if you're from Atlanta and you actually know good spots, you know, to eat and Doubt things it. like that, like Please put it out there. You know what I'm saying? I just think it's crazy that someone has to come with a level of status or class or, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I put quotes on that because like, what even is that? But someone has to come who is essentially a celebrity in order to get decent service decent service from somebody. And I think when we, when we, when we exclude, become exclusive in that way i i don't see how y'all are in business i don't have you been seen and i don't have you because been seen black in dallas? people will support anything just because it's black yeah we shouldn't be doing that mm. have you been seeing in dallas that if you have a big party like for birthday party or like that you have to pay a deposit now yeah have you seen that for my birthday are you a fan of that or no hell no for my birthday, I wanted to have like all of my people, mm-hmm. like my mom, my brother, all my people. And I I do know a lot of people. It was probably going to be maybe like 20, maybe 21 people. Um and I found a place like big enough um and it wasn't like a yard birds or anything mm-hmm. like that. It was literally like a I found like a mom and pop Italian place like mm-hmm. um Towards the back end of Uptown. Like, very, like, very cute. I've been there before. I've seen their back room. It's nice. 20 people. All right. If you, and I, and I get that sometimes it will be like, you know, for a certain amount of people, you either, like, have a spending amount. Like, so y'all will have to spend, like, $500. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But no, like. I've had, I went to a couple places and they were like, well, for this amount of people, I, we would need a deposit of a thousand dollars and then to yes, a deposit of a thousand dollars to hold the space. And then it, a food minimum of 800. Yeah. And that didn't include alcohol or desserts or anything like that. Yeah. So you're telling me I got to pay $1,800 yeah. to eat here. Yeah, it's it's insane. It's insane. We, I even brought the number down to like twelve, 
and it was nah, still it was still the same yeah. thing. It was we tried doing thing. it at um nah, it wasn't six boy. it was somewhere in Bishop Arts. I was trying to take Grace there for her birthday last year as a group. It wasn't sixty vines. It was one some uh was it Paradiso? I'm pretty sure it was Paradiso. Yeah, in you Bishop Arts. In a Bishop Arts? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But it's like, because 60 Vines is in uh, yeah. Uptown. And I've had my birthday at 60 yeah, Vines, so as you know, and they ain't made me pay for it. They ain't nothing. Paradiso's, I think Paradiso, I'm pretty sure that's what it was. Um, I think they were making you be, do like, you had to put a $400 deposit, and then anyone that did not show up in your party, you had to pay like an additional $15. Nah. And I remember nah. looking at Grace and being like, yo, like. Nah. That's so much. I was like, I mean, like, as much as you want to have it here, it's really cute. Because they have like little photo ops and stuff yeah. like that. It's, like, it's, it's a nice ambiance. It's not a restaurant for like, $400 worth of photo yeah. ops. It makes sense for like a girl's birthday party doing yeah. it like that. It's and I remember being it's like, cute. okay, like what happened if she shows up the day of and wants to like a table like that? And they're like, oh, like, we'll just break it all up. And I'm just like, bro. What so is- you're telling me I gotta spend money to spend money? Good yeah. lord almighty. Man, like, look, I'm gonna call. There has to be a, like nah. a better way to do that. I'm gonna call up we ain't stop when we get them honey wings. So that's why we Everybody ended up doing the, the crib. Uh, we ended up doing the birthday party at uh, at BJ's. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was that year. That was that year. That was that year we did it at BJ's because I was trying to like, I was trying to make that's it crazy. real special yeah. and stuff like that because like it's hard for Grace's birthday because it's the 22nd and it's like Christmas is right there. Yeah, it's right there. Not everyone has an extra bit of money to go yeah. out because it's like that's Christmas crazy. right there and it's like New Year's like the other right week so there, it's like yeah. you got to do it like the 28th to make sure everyone's in town or do it the week before yeah. kind of stuff and even then it's still really hard for people to like pull together to go out and stuff do stuff like that and so I was trying to figure out like what if I like trying to find a good place for that has like photo ops and stuff like that all those places they make you do a deposit now, and I'm just like, it's crazy. I'm like, y'all, I'm giving I, you my business. Yeah, I I'm ended up money. having to do a like, We're in a weird space right Lord. now. We're we're in a weird space when it comes to entrepreneurship and culture and just everything. Just people are just like greedy for money right now, and it's it's just expensive to do anything. Yeah, like to even go eat somewhere with your friends and family for your birthday. It's, 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 it's expensive. $1,800. Like, nah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Like, I'm trying to figure out where I'm going to eat this Saturday for my birthday. So I'm like. <laughs> we were just talking about that. Boy, I mean, I'm, I'm all a, right if we pull up to Rodeo Go. Man, I'm, I'm all right. I'm, man, we might pull up to Sawgrass, man. We can come up. <laughs> The I look, okay. man, look, I don't care. I don't care. Saltgrass smacks, bro. It's I don't care what nobody talking about. Smacks. It is. It is what it is, man. People do smacks. If you go to Atlanta, be prepared. If you are from Atlanta, prove prove me wrong. Please. If you're from Atlanta, like, I want to know. Comment on below in the video when we post it and, like, be like, good place to eat at in Atlanta. Cook me honestly, up. Cook me, please. I really just go to Checkers when I'm on that side of the That's table. crazy. Or, or just, just hit up it. Preston and Jackie. Preston Perry and Jackie Hill Perry, because honestly, they be finding all these type of places to eat in Atlanta. I'll be like, where are y'all going? Where are y'all going at? I'm I'm more than positive, though, it's not black-owned restaurants. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Easy. I'm more than positive it's not And why do you think that is, D? <laughs> <laughs> why do you think that is? But there's like like Rudy's down the street. I ain't never had no, like, the lady mean to me. You talking me. about Rudy's Cheeky? Yeah. The, oh. The lady mean. Because she wants you to have your money ready and your order ready because we busy. Period. So I understand. Just like with Waffle House, I understand. There's a level of hostility that's going to come with this, this establishment. There's certain places that but are when I go, okay with hostility. There's a difference between Rudy's uh-huh. and there's a difference between that restaurant that Keith I, Lee went to. I don't I don't know the name of it, but I do know it's Candy. It was yeah, Candy's candy. restaurant. Like Candy's ain't Rudy's. Yeah. yeah. Like candies ain't no little fast food junk. Like, and I'm sorry for butchering that name. I don't know if it's candies, but it is. It's one of them. Candy from uh, Love and Hip Hop. 
Yeah, it's her restaurant. It's her restaurant. Yeah. Oh, not Love and Hip Hop. Uh, Real Housewives. Real Housewives, Housewives. Because yeah. I because I hear sorry wrong. Because from that from Baby's restaurant, like I, I haven't heard anything good about these restaurants. Mm. The food is cool, but it's not worth the hassle that it takes to get the food. Yeah. yeah. And like I said, I never went back to that true kitchen. I never went back. Like as you should. The food is was amazing. But I'm not going through all that just to pay, you know what I'm saying? And I'm still my bill was still fifty dollars. What did you get? Just wondering. I you remember? I got the lamb chops mm-hmm. and um I got my size were the greens, mm-hmm. the mac and cheese, of mm-hmm. course, and the that yams. Crazy. That sounds I'm gonna be it was real. So good. The I best service. What is the me. best place in Dallas that you've had the best service at? I know for me, the best service I ever mm-hmm. had, like of all time, had to be Eataly. At uh at North Park, North Park, Italy, boy, Italy go crazy. They on their stuff, my boy. I ain't gonna lie to you. Italy yeah. go crazy. Shout out to Krista. Yeah, I'm gonna be real. They, happy belated yeah. birthday too. Happy yes. belated birthday, Mama Krista. If we're being for real though, they, I, I would pay money. I pay the money I want to pay there, the expensive mm-hmm. stuff, because I know I'm gonna get great service. Yeah, it is authentic. Bro. Someone singing to me as they're cutting cheese and stuff like that. It's yeah. crazy, bro. I, crazy. I, it's I, experience. Their pizza, crazy. like everything, bro. I remember that's where I go to get my cannolis from. Yeah, it's fire. Awesome, bro. Fire. That place fire. Ten out of ten. Can I be honest with y'all? Yeah. The best service that I received, I went to. We went to this place. It's not even like a upscale, like mm-hmm. nothing like that. It's a place off of Greenville Avenue. It's called Grub. G-R-U-B. I passed it. Pass it a lot. Yep. Is it good? Like the service was immaculate. So granted, there like how they how they go, like you do walk up to the counter and you order your mm-hmm. food or whatever. But as soon as you sit down, there's somebody there like, hey, what what like what do you want to drink? Cool, cool, cool. Put your put your orders at the bar. Food came out. It it wasn't it was a good amount of time for me to know that y'all they cooked this like fresh. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Food was amazing, fresh. I got a salmon burger mm. and I added guacamole on there. Mm. Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. I don't know who was back there seasoning that salmon, but it was fire. And then when you come like when you come in, like when you're done, someone's there to like yeah. it was it was just it was simple service, but I, I'm okay efficient. With it. It, was it was efficient. efficient. I didn't have yeah. to like want like get up or like go get anything. Mm-hmm. Someone always came around, like not every five minutes, you know what I'm saying? But someone always came around like, hey y'all okay, y'all good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great service. And I go there often <laughs> you know uh, what I'm i need saying? to try that place out and it's not even yeah. but it's not even about the food because yes the food is good but i want to go somewhere especially if i'm spending my money when i know i can be at home cooking it up you know what i'm saying not yeah. spending money if i'm gonna spend money i'm gonna spend it on the experience and mm-hmm. i want to be served period yeah. and as a server like i'm very big on that like yeah i will i want i want someone to treat me how i would serve them you know what i'm saying like if I'm if I'm sitting here at this restaurant or I'm sitting here at this table, what in my head I'm thinking how how can I make this the best experience? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And that's being attentive, that's listening, that's getting their order right, making sure their food is hot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> making sure that they have the things that they need, yeah. so that they they can enjoy their time with their people or whoever yeah. they're with, even if they by themselves, like. Mm-hmm. Mm, it's just that attention to detail. Yeah. So grub. Grub on Greenville. Yeah, Grub on Greenville. For me, it is Y.O. Steakhouse. 
Wild Steakhouse do go crazy. I went to Is that in downtown? I ain't been there. It's near the old spaghetti warehouse, right? Yeah. 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 Wild go crazy. Wild do go crazy. Their whole, like, to this day, that's probably one of the best waiters I've ever had Mm -hmm. in my life. Like, it's an experience. They They make it an experience, like... The way he presented the menu, the mm-hmm. way he suggested things, mm-hmm. the, how quickly food came out, how quickly plates left the table, how the just the turnaround time. It was just like a revolving door. Yeah. And dude was always there, like, but he wasn't hovering. Mm-hmm. Like, Wyo Steak had some of the best food. Their venison was crazy. Steak was crazy. Did you get and they crazy do meat? and they do the their their sides are like shareable. Yeah. So they okay. do like big big sides. And the, the food was just amazing. Did you get any crazy meat there or no? Like legitimately or no? I just I did, we just did the venison. Venison. I we did. I think we I did some duck. Um, um what? We did buffalo. Venison. Did, deer. Okay. We did yeah. buffalo, like actual <laughs> buffalo. We did. Alligator. Oh, we did. We did have some of the uh, buffalo. But my family's from Louisiana. I eat yeah. alligator. Like, Wait, sure. y'all was eating buffalo. Yeah. yeah, it was crazy. It went crazy. Bro, a buffalo burger. I ate, like a bison burger. Uh, oh that, my Ain't that goodness. like white goo? I had some zebra. Wagyu. What is wagyu? It's beef. It's It's just beef beef made in uh, in Asia. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's a a cow still. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I got to try. uh, I got to try zebra. It's crazy. I I did see the zebra on that thing. Yeah. I did. Because Lawayo is Australian. It's like uh, it's an exotic steakhouse. Yeah. It's exotic steakhouse with a lot of uh, Australian themes. I was eating zebra. We did the sampler. I didn't eat the. We did the sampler appetizer pack. It was crazy. Yeah, they have like a That's whole crazy. setup, whole spread, shareable sides. Mm-hmm. Steaks are crazy. Like it's really, really good. Not y'all eating Marty. <laughs> Relax. Oh my Madagascar god. Madagascar looking at <laughs> Relax. <laughs> Nothing. What Not y'all mean? eating Bambi. What? Oh, deer go crazy. Deer go crazy. That's some of the best meat. Yeah, you have some back there for I don't know if I can take that. I'm going hunting for the first time this year, and I'm so excited. I'm going to take Bambi oh, yeah. and his mama out. What you mean? I don't know if I can take that, child. I'm going to bring some jerky for you. No if I told if, if you just ate it, you didn't know what it was. Why are we eating a zebra? Why? Why not? I'm down to try it. It was great. It was all right. It next, was time chewy. There, next time I'm there, I'll try it. The thing is this, like, it you, was gooey? No, it was chewy. It was oh, chewy. What I'm saying gooey. is, like, you got to go into it being like, bro, at the end of the day, this is literally just meat. It's wild meat. Yeah. It's wild meat. Like, wild duck, meat. duck is a little too gamey for me. I don't like I, duck. I, I, like, it, I can't. I, I like, had, um. Like, we're, in Louisiana, we, for Thanksgiving, we eat turduckins. Yeah. It's a turkey, chicken, and duck all put together. That's crazy. I couldn't do that. And it's huge. And, like, so duck is dark meat. Mm-hmm. It's, it it's has, really it's bloody gamey. gamey. So it has like a the taste yeah. of it's like kind of twangy. I don't I, like I don't, I'm not a big fan of duck. They gotta let but, it bleed a little bit longer than yeah, that. Yeah, but frog legs, crazy. alligator, crazy. venison, crazy. Yeah, bison, like crazy. Yeah, God. yeah. You ain't never had that. Hell no. You ain't never lived deep. Whenever I get my first deer, I'm gonna bring it to you in jerky form. You gonna like it? I don't like jerky. You don't like beef jerky? It's too tough. Yo, I'll make sure I'm it's chewing tender. on it too long. Just, I'll make sure it's tender for you. I Listen, remember our former pastor. I'm all right. Brought me some uh, <laughs> kangaroo jerky. <laughs> she brought me some kangaroo jerky from Australia. Oh and, God! Hey, I remember that. Hey, hey, that's that's a lie. That was some bussing. Yeah, man. Bro, that that roux jerky was cr- man. I don't think I've had. I don't think we had it on our uh, our sampler because you only get to pick like four or five of them. 
Yeah, I don't think I kangaroos. Cr- I yeah, I kangaroo go crazy. Y'all, they eating kangaroo jack. <laughs> kangaroos are kangaroos are buttholes, bro. If you being for real, have I you seen can't those? Believe it. They but really they don't deserve to be eaten. Have you seen what Just kangaroos do? Bro? Have you seen what they do? Kangaroos are low key. They a holes. If we being for real, for real, they did really you know? Are. Did you know? Just fun fun fact. Home. Did you know that kangaroos will go sit in a body of water Facts. and stand there, stand in there, and make like people think that they're that they're drowning and drown them. And then when you go out to help them, they'll drown you. And they don't. The thing is, they can't even eat you. They just do it for fun. They do they, it. They, they kill for fun. They kill for fun. They really a game. Kangaroos are very dangerous. They, they really, kill. They kill a lot of people. They really a game. Every year they kill pe- a lot of people in Australia. Kangaroos need love too. Okay. There's a picture. I'm gonna send it to you. There's a picture of, of a, his of head a, literally above water like he's this. sitting there above yeah. water, staring at the person holding the camera. Also, mind you, they're like seven three. They're big animals. They're not small. Like you think they're nice and cute and cuddly? No, they're like seven. Guarantee three. you. I, I know they're not nice and cute and cuddly. Guarantee but you can guess the color of the person that thought they can go into the water and rescue a kangaroo. Of course, white people. Ain't no, ain't no niggas going in. <laughs> ain't no niggas even going to Australia. What are we talking about? That's a fact. <laughs> That's not a fact. That was this close. Niggas, niggas don't even know where I was Australia close too. Is. I was this close. If COVID would not have happened, bro, Grace and I would have been in Australia for like two, three weeks with Grace and her dad's company. And literally, we were planning on going, and then COVID hit. I don't do spiders, bro. And it's the spiders that be out there. That yeah, is crazy. One of my friends, she lives at, uh, she lives in New Zealand. She sends pictures of like the most wildest stuff they have to do with. Never. And I'm just like, bro, I don't understand. It's like an episode of Jumanji every morning. <laughs> like, yeah, nah. I just couldn't do it. Like, I remember jo- Jordy. Jordy told a story about it. you know the Huntsman, the, the big Huntsman. old yeah. house spiders. Yeah. And I'll show you. Uh, he said that his roommate had one in his room. No. Nah. And he just like. Nah. Left it there. He didn't kill it? No. He just let it stay in there like a pet. So, like, bro would go take a shower and just be up in the corner. He'd be like, oh, okay. It was like his little pet. Nah. Burn the whole house down. None nah. of the spiders be like this big. Like, the, their bodies or their thoraxes be like this big. That's the Goliath eating, bird eating tarantula. That's crazy. The the huntsmen's, their, their bodies are... About this big, nah. but their legs their are legs super are long, like, super long, like, like a mega daddy long leg. Yes, nah. with a bigger body. Hold on, you said Never. a husband spider? Let me yeah, look. and they're huge. Never. And they're huge, and they run very fast. They wait for you to open your door, and they try to run into your house. A huntsman spider. Yeah, they're terrifying. So. Oh no. Yeah, no. Oh, no. My friends eat wild animals, and I don't know how I feel about that. You know what? We got to have like a squad day and plan it out because I mean, it is low key. It's kind of practical. We got to make sure everybody's straight that month. We got to go to Wild Steakhouse. Let's have a night in the town in Dallas because you're going to like it. It's crazy. I'll get the sample. Yeah. I'm do not going to eat Do the little sampling. That goes against my values in my heart. What values? I love animals like that. Are you a vegetarian? I'm not, I'm not a vegetarian, but I'm going to eat animals that we've, that been, we've been eating since. J- Okay, they've the, been eating chicken. If our ancestors never got picked up by if our ancestors never got picked up by colonizers, we would have been eating zebra. You understand mm, it, right? No, we wouldn't. Yes, we would have. From Africa? We, we not we not eating it. What are you talking about? They finna go get They was eating anything and everything. Exactly. Anything that came around, big dog, what you talking about? We ain't eating it. Yes, we was. They was eating that. We Your ancestors were. We D, D just has a line. It. When it comes to animals, she has a line I where have she draws. A line. I'm not. Where she's like, that animal shouldn't be eaten. What okay, what animal would you not eat? Let's end it on that. What animal would you not eat and explain why? There's a lot of animals I wouldn't eat. What like what? 
I'm not eating a snake. I had snakes. I'm not I've had I've had snakes. It's all right. I'm I've not eating. I'm not eating none of none of the gentle giants. What's I'm a gentle giant? Like an elephant, giraffe, or elephant. Giraffe. You know, ostrich, hippo. I've had ostriches. I've had I'm elephant. Not, not they eating. actually have that at Wild Steakhouse. Yeah, they do. I had elephant. I see if and I. They have ostrich. I had elephant. I see if and I. They um uh, one of the African families cooked elephant rice, and I had it. And I was a kid. I was. I thought it was amazing. I don't remember I'm it, done. but I know I had it. I'm done. Yeah, that. That's elephant's crazy. What y'all talking about? Elephant's crazy. Meat is meat, my boy. I think if there's an animal that I wouldn't eat, I wouldn't eat a skunk. I wouldn't that eat. That's crazy. That's I wouldn't, squirrel. I wouldn't eat a rat. Raccoon. A rat? No, that's wild. I mean, I done ate at some Chinese restaurants, so I'm pretty sure I had I'm a rat pre- at some point. pretty sure, line. my boy. Pretty <laughs> sure we pretty sure we had it. You know, Asian food is my favorite kind of food. Yeah. Pretty sure I had my, it. Yeah. Yeah, eat, I'm pretty sure I had rat You ever, ever eat into like some orange chicken and be like, that's different. That go crazy. That nigga said. Because <laughs> <laughs> you got to take, take a second guess and be like. Yeah. Mm. Yo. That don't, that don't taste like the other ones at all. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a little too chewy for my liking. Hey, uh, I can't believe it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yo, on that note, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> that's crazy. We out of here. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. It's been another great episode of 52 Podcasts. I can't believe it. It's your boy, Brandon J. Walker, here with my dog, Fiji, and the Damarie Williams. We feeling good. It's getting late. We getting a little delirious, but we love you guys. Make sure that you join our Patreon, please. I'm going to keep saying it. Um, we appreciate you guys for the love and support, and we'll see you on the next episode. Peace. Bro, that's some wild shit, bro.